Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week is Ben Moore. Hey there. Ian Hink. Hi. Brandon Jones. Hello. Today, we are going to do part two of our fall preview, but first, we need goals. Ben, what's your goal this week? My goal this week is to say the name of my favorite animal and not have you guys pick up that it is my favorite animal. To say it in such oh, a way that's that you what don't that was. Know. Yeah. Uh, I don't the, think you know my favorite animal. So the name, like the name uh. is in like turtle or the name is in like Charlie. The name, it like is, is in hyena. Like I drop okay, hyena okay, and okay. it's not hyena. Okay. But if I were to drop it in, well, a that narrows it down. You did it in an amazing way. Yeah. Okay. And what is your goal this week? Okay, so one of my chief joys on these podcasts is folding this vote paper ad nauseum the entire time. I do that too. Bets. So Those my are bets. Uh, what did I say? Vote. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So my goal is to not fold it anymore. I don't think you this. could, though. I don't think you could. Oh, I could. Listeners, this thing is folded It's folded. Tight. It's pushing against you as we speak. Has been felled. It's forcing your fingers apart. <laughs> yeah. Brandon Jones, what's your goal this week? To not have a headache by the end. Do you have one right now? I do. <laughs> oh, wow. it might be profen. I, t- I, I, t- I took something. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to let it run its course. Mm-hmm. And um, usually that happens. I've started some podcasts in the past with, with a headache, but uh, I'm specifically making it a goal this time. I want so. to help you. The bodily oh, sacrifice. Yeah. Brandon Jones. Uh, my goal is kind of embarrassing this week. I, I guess I've had this weird tendency in the past few podcasts of mixing up Jim Carrey and Drew Carey. Yeah. So this week, I really want to just keep it very clear. My goal this week is just not to mix up the two Carries. Which do you prefer? I definitely prefer Drew. Okay. But uh, I, I always call him Jim. And so like I, right. this week, my goal is really just to keep them separate. They're two different men. They're very sure. different. Yeah, well, yeah, now yeah. Because yeah. Drew Carey is playing Terrence McKenna. He's gone all crazy about, like, I don't exist and all this. He's, Wait, what? He's acting all crazy now. Wait, what is Is that a thing? Uh-huh. He's a painter, too. See, this just when you do bits on t- on 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 top of reality, it becomes very confusing. Cos <laughs> being serious right now. Okay? <laughs> oh no, I know. Yeah, quit, I'm being very serious too. We need to, s- to step into corrections. Let's begin corrections music, please. Javier Bardem is set to play Frankenstein's monster in the Universal uh, Dark Universe. Uh, no one is playing Wolfman yet. No one announced. In but I mean, is any films? of that really happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought they canned that whole enterprise. Yeah, not officially yet. We'll see. <clears throat> Apparently, Mummy made a lot of move- money overseas. Like, just too big to fail. Uh, Battlefield Force protagonist... Uh, oh, that name is Daniel Recker. And also, Titanfall 2's protagonist is Jack Cooper. So we had corrections on the game we played. Ooh. Look, I don't cross-reference the games. Yeah. You know, people just send me in a game. I'm just going to read it off. Uh, also, like, side action. How many games' main characters is named Jack Cooper? Jack Cooper. There's More pro- than one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There has to be. Huber yeah, called yeah. it ahead of time. Before we did it, he was like, get ready for lots of Jameses and Jacks, Jacks and yeah. Jimmies. Johns. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like Tom, it's like a Tom Jerry Cruise Jesus. character. I, I, I said that Walker cannot be a last name or first name ever for the history. For oh, the rest yeah. of video games, we've yeah. done it. 2017, we're, we're finished. Like, Jack, it, Jack is a lazy name. Jack yeah. is the That's laziest name. name. I feel... Literally all of Tom Cruise's names are Jack or John. Oh, if you're a Jack in real life, that's a cool name. Yeah. Sure, right. If you're a writer going, my character's name is Jack. Because he's every Do it again. Jack's got a Jack Reacher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brad did nominate Dark Souls in the first Hall of Grades induction. Totally forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Uh, A lot of commenters wanted me to know that Fear is definitely well regarded. Mm, I like Fear. Yeah. A lot. Uh, We are not sponsored by Mountain Dew. Just want to make that very clear. 
we had three cans of Mountain Dew I, labels pointing forward. I felt forward. like I missed something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of the logos were... Pr I was like, wow, there's, there's clearly some trend here. Yeah. Can I just say, I feel like I was if baby we, bear in that equation, I yeah. guess. <laughs> if we were sponsored by Mountain Dew, we would have a lot of fun with it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Listen, we have know. a lot more stuff. You will <laughs> know. know. You, you will know. Yeah. We'll we make it loud and clear. If there's a yeah. huge quality jump, yeah. suddenly we've been sponsored by Mountain Dew. I'd like to change my yeah. goal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Become sponsored by Mountain Dew. Uh, and also, Toki Tori is a Metroidvania game without combat, without enemies. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And apparently, I've always kind of looked at that game pretty quizzically, but me too. I've played Toki Tori One uh -huh. or like Toki Tori Plus, I guess it's kind of called. Yeah. Uh, good game. And apparently, Toki Tori Two is amazing, and you have it's a Metroidvania in the sense that you like gain skills over the course of the game. Mm -hmm. But the crazy thing is, you have every skill from the beginning of the game. The game just hasn't told you how to do it. Yeah. So if you already know them, you can just do them all. Like The Witness. Like yeah. when we were talking about The Witness, somebody talked about Toki Tori, and then I forgot about it. Right. I really want to play this Toki Tori game. Toki Tori I, is There's good. a Toki Tori game on the 3DS Virtual Console. Okay. It's like at the very yeah. end of the page, you got to scroll through yeah. or search. Of course. But look at that little stupid like bird. I don't want to see that bird. Yeah, it's just this little bird yeah. that waddles around like it's a penguin. A it's, a, it's, a, it's a Metroidvania. Also, I think there are yeah. enemies. Apparently not in two. Apparently There's not, not combat, two. but there are yeah. like obstacles and like creatures that'll hurt you if what? you touch oh, okay. them. You, I don't right. think you what fight them. What platform is Toki Tori? Many, 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 many. many. It's on pretty much okay. everything. It's yeah. on like phones, it's on computers. Yeah. It's on... Interesting. Yeah. Let's do it. End corrections music, please. Uh, we did just end corrections music, but I did get one comment that I want to read. I don't normally like to attach names to the com the corrections because I think it kind of incentivizes like, oh, I want to be a star with my correction. Uh, this one in particular, though, I have to. I have to give credit to this comment. I really like this a lot. This comes to us from Darth Will Smith. <laughs> I was listening in my car and pulled over to make this statement. Yes. Love that. Thank you for being <laughs> Thank you for safe. pulling over. Yeah, thank was you. Was this an anger? This is an anger. Oh, my god. Thank gosh. you for your passion. Less a correction and more of an aggressive clarification. <laughs> <laughs> Begin aggressive clarification music, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Clone Wars was created and executive produced by George Lucas. Most all of the story overtures on that show came directly from GL. This includes Order 66 mind control chips. Not only this, but many TCW episodes and arcs are some of the most top shelf Star Wars content that ever was and ever will be. And I resent Huber's dismissal of it <laughs> as a lesser avenue of Star Wars canon. I suggest you all watch TCW Season 6, Episodes 1 through 4, and do a roundtable discussion on them Ooh. and put this Order 66 subplot Ooh. to rest once and for all. Period. Wow. Can I just say, if you're going to do an angry comment, do it like that. That's yeah. a good that hits comment. home. That yeah. was a home run of a comment. It didn't offend anyone. But it was yeah. very yeah. clearly... Utterly disgusted. Yes. Like yeah. you felt every you word just of like, that. Okay, all right. Yeah. You just pull over. Just <laughs> but it's like, okay, guys. Okay. Like, listen, you bumbling like, idiot. I know. I imagine like, like taking a second too, mm -hmm. just like. <laughs> Absolutely. Just like the car careening off the road. Yeah. Yeah. There's the first Hands draft the that was wheel. not nice. He yeah. took yeah. deleted, yeah. deleted. Okay, okay. I, need I think it sounds like I'm making fun of him, but I actually really do respect I it. I mean, that's clearly oh, yeah. passionate. That's good yeah. stuff. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we got to get Huber to watch those four episodes. Yeah. And the, the thing, this almost annoys me. He's going to love it. Oh, yeah. 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 He's Sometimes going to love Huber it. just decides. He just decides. Yeah. And then that's what it is. We'll yeah. try. I was way I biased you, when Huber. it came to Clone Wars. I feel bad for that show. I was just not in the, the right mood to absorb that. I was burnt on the prequels. Right. 
and uh, the Gendy Tartakovsky series was so incredible. Uh, well, that that like he did. He did these series, short. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was about a feature film length when mm-hmm. he was all done with it, uh, and those were so amazing. And so their episodes were so different from each other that when they were like, "Oh, now we're okay," those didn't happen. Now we're doing this. I was like, "You're retconning that thing yeah. I loved so much they, with this new weird CG thing." Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that, like, that was I weird. that was my attitude, which was unwarranted. Yeah. I, I really should go back, especially considering they're canon now. I mean, well, to, they have it, they kicked off with that like that movie, and it has the hut. Yeah. He's just like, I'm just a little hut, <laughs> yeah. right? Like really? that was, I don't know. I yeah, don't. yeah, I'm just a little hut. There's a hut that talks. I don't like, like y'all Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's a good okay, sound. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. What I got another comment coming. <laughs> hey, Obi Wan. <laughs> he was very <laughs> instrumental in the hut lineage. Of the one, you know. Yeah, was that character from Adventure Time, like Grandma Pancakes or whatever? The elephant? Yeah, yeah, very close. It sounds like that. You're just doing that voice. Sounds like yeah. I mean, that's what they did in that movie. Yeah, same voice actor. It's good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to news. Before we do our fall preview, I wanted to cover this. I think this is a pretty big headline, but it's not a huge discussion to have. Andrew House, right, president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, has decided to step down. Uh, that will he will uh, be out of the company by the end of this year, and he's being replaced by a person named John Codera. Hmm. Yeah, John is like a nickname, middle name, right? Because yeah. there was a middle, an I can't actual remember middle the first name, name in, in the yeah. parentheses. Yeah, uh, it was a Japanese name. First name. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's what's going on. I like Andrew House. Yeah, yeah, I like that's, Andrew that's, House. I wonder that's why. What I wanted to say. I wonder if he's like moving on to something else, or just retiring, or if there was like. It didn't. I didn't get the impression there was anything like weird going on. Yeah, it was not clear, but yeah. You know how you have like the big gaming suits who try to appear like casual and lighthearted, but it feels a little forced. I don't feel like Andrew House ever had that problem. Like he didn't. It never felt like he was trying too hard. Right. Uh, yeah. There was a degree of intelligence and professionalism, and just enough casual casualness about him to not make him insufferable. I thought he was a good presence. Yeah. It's like where yeah. Sean Layden is now versus where Sean Layden. Yeah, it took Sean a couple of events to get the first cozy. Yeah. He was a little tight, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but um, he's great now. The peak house for me was uh, peak speaking house. Japanese to Hideo Kojima, announcing the partnership with Death Stranding, and that grin, and that the, grin the yeah, whole time. Yeah, this, <laughs> just no, just relishing every <laughs> syllable. My favorite house. Like, that's right. I got Kojima. That's right. I'm speaking Japanese. Yeah. That's right. We booked him. Like, what a moment. Yeah. Yeah. And you could tell he was genuinely happy about that. Yeah. yeah. It was much respect. Yeah, a little best touching. wishes, sir. Just a little bit. Yeah, uh, uh, John Codera has been working on network services. That's like been his job, and so like there's something to extrapolate there. But I don't want to do it too much because you know it's executives. It's executives like, talk. Like four like starts. snotty jokes came through my mind about mm-hmm. like you know, has bad. Yeah. This is also super fresh. This is today, right? Like yeah, this morning. Like, this yeah, came out. So, yeah, it's fresh. Yeah, Andrew House um, is like a lion of Sony. <laughs> How's Twenty points for Gryffindor. Oh, wait, a wait a minute. Yeah, what does no, that mean? Wait a minute. It just happened. No, 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 no. That was subterfuge. That was not it. That is, it's I not think, lying. I think that was it. You think Ben would just do it right off the that's bat my, like that's that? My, that's my vote on the uh, table. I, the, it, eagle-eared listeners. <laughs> eagle-eared doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> Eagles sh- have good ears. Eagles have good ears. Okay, eagle eared Eagle-eared listeners will pick up that there was an animal set uh, earlier, actually. Ooh! Two. My God! Oh, wow. So and he's, he's going to keep them coming, too. <laughs> yeah, that's very oh. fun. Ben, that's very, very fun. I like that. <laughs> what were they? <laughs> you never know. Oh, never know. Oh, Unless you right. listen. I'll never watch this again. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... <laughs> 
We <laughs> we had to break our. We do fall previews regularly. We do like summer previews. We do oh, we do these things say, all mostly the time. in the fall. In the spring, we do spring previews too. Uh, <laughs> we had to break our fall preview into two episodes this year because this fall, this year has been insane. But this fall especially has just been too big. And these episodes turn out super long. We're gonna try to keep it brief. We're gonna go through all of the huge games of the next two months and maybe a couple on December first. Uh, but there's just so much to talk about. I love talking about these games before they come out. I love talking about what we expect from them, what, where we think they are in the, in the scheme of, of gaming. I just I like I love these episodes. They're so fun to do. We do pop tarts. We do toaster strudels. Uh, pop tarts are games that we think the audience should maybe pay a little more attention to. A personal game. A game that we believe is going to be pretty darn good and that maybe isn't getting the attention it deserves. And we do toaster strudels. Games that maybe are getting a little too much attention. Maybe everyone could pump the brakes on these games. They're not going to be awful. Look, we, we're not saying they're going to be awful, but maybe yeah. maybe pump the brake. Let me know. It was, hard, it was really hard for me to pick one. Because I'm excited about all these games. Months, you know, like, yeah. bees. And I, I also just enough. think for the sake of discussion that you want to say something about something that you haven't said a million times before. Yeah. Not, you know, not you don't want to be... I don't know. You want to. You don't want to pick something just for the sake of it. You want to have a good discussion. You want to make it a podcast. You want to make it entertaining. You want to have it. You want to have an argument. Yeah. Absolutely. You want to have an argument. We are entering. We have a new uh, segment on top of this one called "Shall We Move On?" And so that you get two "Shall We Move Ons." This is a new option. Oh, we get two. Okay. You get two of these. Uh, if Each. we're if we we're touching a, upon a game that you simply don't want to talk about, you say "Shall We Move On?" And then the other two panelists either say "We shall" or "We shan't." If one person says we shan't, we were not moving on. We're going to talk about that game. Oh but boy. if the other two say we shall, we just move on to the next game. And we get two each. And you get two each. Okay, not total. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. We're talking about October. This one's actually, this game came out today. Counts. October 3rd, Forza Motorsport 7. Cool. Review by Daniel Bloodworth. Incoming. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that came out today. I don't mm-hmm. want to cut that one. Oh well. <laughs> Sounds like you're cutting that one. Sounds cutting like it's done. Wait, I think that'd be a fun one to cut. I mean, the game huh? just looks—it's just like a beautiful game. You get like a bunch of footage of beautiful. Those, game. those Bloodworth notes, though, are so you, good. Yeah, yeah. Here's, well, Blood cuts the, the damn thing. Blood for you. cuts the thing for you, but he gives you a lot of footage, mm-hmm. yep, which yep. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the here's the re- like fighting games and car games. Okay, are awesome to cut and also terrible to cut because most of it you can kind of just throw in cars, you know, mm-hmm. until someone's like. The drive shift differential steering, blah blah blah, like some really specific thing, and you're like, oh man, where's that? If it's Bloodworth, he's told you exactly where it is. Yeah. If it's if it's you know not Bloodworth, <clears throat> you do fine. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll cut it if you want. You're missing a great here's, here's, opportunity here's to just lay into Ben. I'll what? back you up. Yeah. Hey hey hey! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We've talked about this before. We've had very careful conversations. I'm not as good at the details right. on the notes, but you're as not as bad. As Huber. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, all right, all right. That's where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're getting way, into, way too far into that. We got to talk about this video game. Uh, Huber's uh, fine. I, I actually have a little bit of a personal take with Forza 7. Oh, give me your take. Yeah. Here so we go. Uh, I very, very, very casually enjoy the Forza games. Mm-hmm. I get a little bit more into the Horizon games, uh, but I. I tend to buy the Forza games when they come out. I enjoy them. And I think it's easy, I think, with Forza because they are so regular to kind of get into the roll your eyes. It's another one of these. Yes. And I don't have anything profound to say about Forza Motorsport 7, but this was my experience. I downloaded the demo. Mm -hmm. I played the demo. I did the three races in the demo. I was 
So impressed once again at how it felt, how good it looked, like just driving in the rain, going through the tracks, messing with the assist, seeing how subtly it changed everything. I was like, yeah, yeah, Forza is still crushing it. Like this still feels great. Like, I, I know I don't understand it uh, on a level that people who actually know about racing in cars do, but on uh, from my perspective, the amount of detail that they put in and, like, every, cock- every like, cockpit view, every track, like, all the details, I, like, I immediately bought it afterwards. You know how you normally see a pre-order screen and you're like, really? Like, just let me play the demo. Let me try it and then make up my mind. Let me think about it. Mm-hmm. When I saw that pre-order screen, I was ready. I hit the button and I did it. You pre-ordered this game. I did. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Did you get a bonus? Well, I did a very dumb Ben Moore thing that I shouldn't tell you, but I bought the Ultimate Edition to play it early and then did not play it early. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty pathetic. The Ben That's Moore curse. Right, because you could have already been playing it before today, right? Yeah, I yeah, could have been. Yeah. I bought it early and then did not take advantage of that because I ran out of time. That's, that's like platypus pathetic. You have... Yeah. Some problems. You, no, you just have a lot of hope. I do. Thank you for <laughs> you know, phrasing it. I do a have a lot of hope, hope in your heart. I, well, I have a lot of and hope for you're bad at managing money. Yeah. Managing, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it comes from a good place. Yeah, a hopeful place. It comes from a hopeful place. You're like, I hope I'll have time to play Forza early. I right, love it. Right. I support it. Right. Yeah. I enable it. Yeah. Uh, because my goal is for us to move qu- through these quickly, mm-hmm. we're moving on to the next game. Jones, I know you had Forza thoughts. You're, right. you're ready to... <laughs> I'll put them aside. We had to talk. We yeah. had to, we had to the talk rain. about this It looks so good. Yeah. What, did you have thoughts? What do you got? I, no, I don't. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> so, October 10th, we're looking at Middle Earth Shadow of War. And, Jones, you probably can't talk about this because you're reviewing it right now. Uh, yes. That's my toaster strudel. That's my toaster strudel. High five me. And to listeners... This isn't fair. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to break anybody's embargo. Yeah. Jones smiled and nodded after hearing it was the toaster strudel. These two. <laughs> well, right, was that coded? Was full, that is that link? Full no. disclosure. I, oh, okay. Uh, I Brandon has told me things about Shadow of War, but not not like in a critical way. He's just like these things happened to me. It wasn't like right, right, right. I, and, and I would you have feel this differently about those than maybe Jones might feel about those things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why is it your toaster strudel, you two? The first one was terrible. It wasn't terrible. Uh, I no, I don't. I don't actually agree with that. I yeah. really liked the first one, okay. which is why this one is my toaster strudel. Okay, in a, why? In a way, because when I think about Shadow of Mordor, you had obvious comparisons to the Batman, the Arkham games. You had obvious comparisons to Assassin's Creed. Yeah. But around it, you had this Lord of the Rings game that was very different in terms of structure, in mm-hmm. terms of systems that it was playing with yeah. in terms of story how it was presenting it in terms of like this open world that it was giving you and I, I felt like there was a lot of ambition there specifically with the nemesis system and I think that ambition is what made it interesting yeah. uh, whereas with Shadow of War despite what they're saying when I watch footage and there's a lot of footage out there when I watch this game being played it's like this just feels like more Shadow of Mordor. I'm not getting Mordor. that same sense. Yeah, Mordor. It's more of the game of the year, though. It's more of the game of the not year, but it just—it's hard to get excited about. I, I think, especially that is true here in 2017, where so many games I feel like have gone above and beyond or have surprised me. That it, it feels like a sequel that belongs in another year, almost to me. Um, I'm not saying it's not going to be great. Mm-hmm. I, I like the first game enough that I will. Definitely pay money for it. Definitely play it. But Ian, why is this your torso strudel? Why should people pump the brakes on this one? I said it was terrible. That yeah. was harsh. Yeah, yeah. That was an outburst. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, I mean, I like the Nemesis system. I think it looks really cool. I mean, it was really cool and will be again. Uh, the combat in this is just not for me. I, I don't find it engaging or interesting in any way. It's like more simplistic for me than, than Batman or Assassin's Creed, and those don't do it for me either. Uh, you just kind of push, you kind of just mash square and you're unstoppable in a lot of situations, especially if you get the right like stuff. But it's more than just fighting the game. Right, it's and sneaking it's, around. But it's, it's just like I don't, eh. I just it didn't grab me, it didn't engage me, and uh, the comedy that I've seen, like the the voice acting and the comedy in in the trailers for the second one, just they're not, it's Can not you tell landing me about the comedy? for me. So all I remember is I think it was Bruce. There's that Bruce and, one, and, and then there's like another one voiced by I thought Bruce was pretty funny. I can't remember Kumail who the other Nanjiani. One. Yeah, who somebody, and I'm just like. I'm just like it's it's it, it just takes me out of it. All right. I don't feel like it's part of this world, you know. Like, I want to play a fantasy game and be in the fantasy. I don't want to think, oh, that's Kumail Nanjiani. Okay. You know, uh, Jones, you can't speak to the quality of the game, but here's the thing: I saw a, a billboard for this game that was just the blue specter, and it said uh, Shadow of War uh, and the date it comes out. Wait, it said play the game October 10th. Uh, yeah. And I thought, they are setting this up to fail. Do you think this game will sell well? In October, it's going to be hard. I, I, I think it will not compete. I mean, I, I don't think this game will sell as well as a, uh, um, as a Super Mario Odyssey, but yeah. uh, possibly more than Evil Within 2. I, yeah, I would think okay. so. Okay, that that's an interesting range. Um, I yeah. might take Evil Within 2 over it, though. Okay. Well, it comes out like three days before Evil Within 2? Yeah. yeah. yeah and it's yeah. just like... Evil Within 2? Well, let's get two. there. Let's do, okay, uh, October 13th, Friday the 13th, Evil Within 2. That's my pop tart. That's my pop tart. This was almost my pop tart. Wow. That's my pop tart. I did not expect pop tarts on this. Yeah. Evil Within 2? We are really? popping yeah. the oh, I had a very. Oh, yeah. All right, Jones, unleash, because you're not under embargo on any of this. What do you got? Mm-hmm. I think just out of everything on that list, I'm uh, because to me, the the, the, the pop tart toaster strudel thing is not, not a sure thing. It's just right. vibes. Mm-hmm. It's just... Uh, and I think with a lot of these games, uh, specifically my, my Toaster Strudel, I'm kind of waiting on, I'm waiting for that other shoe to drop. It just feels like something ain't right. Uh, and it's, it's not really indicative of like where I think it's going, the trajectory. And like, I think there are things they could screw up about Evil Within 2. None of those things will detract from my enjoyment of that game. Like, I, I, judging by what I have played and my experience with the first game, I think I know what that second game is going to be. And I would like to play that video game. You Great. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just seems like they're making improvements uh, based on things that they felt uh, were needed in the sequel, th- like directions they wanted to take it in, and not necessarily like fixing things that were bad or broken, uh, but just kind of like changing things up. Like when when the controls change in the sequel, that's very eye opening for me. Like, oh, you really went back to the drawing board here right, right. and really figured, like, yeah, maybe that might might not work for our combat system. Or we're adding in a couple buttons How, that like oh, we gotta move those buttons around. Yeah, yeah. what they change? Oh. How did the controls change? I don't remember. I just remember that it turned blood around because he. Uh, oh, because the he's last just time he checked out the demo, because he just yeah. finished one or is getting close to finishing. I one. like that. That's a really good and, observation. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ian, why is it your Pop-Tart? I mean, everything Brandon said, and uh, just, yeah, the vibes of it. I, I, I have yet to finish, but still want to finish the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually kind of hope to try to finish it before this comes out, but I, I don't know how realistic that is. It's not. Yeah, yeah. This I've is got, really soon. I've <laughs> got 10 13. days, yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, I mean, I'm like a good way into the game, I think. I don't know. But, cool. um yeah, I just love the way that that the first one feels and looked and sounded and mm-hmm. it's I unique, mean it right? has it has that classic I mean Resident Evil Revelations 2 has this for me too where it's just like it feels 
cozy somehow, even though it's a horror game. Yeah. Where you like feel right playing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's just a really well done presentation. I think that game is very well made. Yeah. I think the Evil Within and Easy Allies has been repped well, but I think in general, Easy or not Easy Allies, Evil Within, Evil Within did not get the credit that it deserves because I think a lot of people and these criticisms got to me a little bit. What I respect about Evil Within is it is a game that never gets too comfortable with itself. Where it could have just had the beginning, like, early horror vibes, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of games do that. A lot of games figure out what they're good at, and they just go the whole way. And that's that's not a bad thing to do, but even within, like, every time I went into a new chapter, I didn't know what to expect. And sometimes it worked yeah. for me, and sometimes it didn't. But, man, they were really going for it. And I think that ambition is exciting. I think that's what make, made classic Resident Evil so good, is it had those crazy left turns. And boy, am I excited for Evil Within 2 to see where that ambition takes them. Because what they've shown so far is they're, they're doing equally crazy things with this one. Yes. Yeah, they've shown incredible variety with this one, which is really exciting. And in some of like the dreamy parts of it, I like this kind of like strange kind of amorphous connection between Evil Within 1 and 2. That like when you get into the dream world and like maybe start bumping into some characters that were in the first one, the way they kind of address... You know, where he's like, oh, I, I've, it's you. you know, I remember you from before. And it's like, had we met before? I don't know. And it's like... Wow, what is this game saying? Like, is this continuous? Is that another version of the character? Or is that kind of like a Half-Life 2, you know, uh, Twin Peaks kind of thing where it's like some weird being that's kind of representing itself as a person, you know? And um, there's just a lot of really spooky stuff there. And, you know, with... um, uh, you know, all the just fresh off of it and, and, and going into this. And I've been thinking about Freddy Krueger a lot lately and, and just kind of like, um, <laughs> you do. Well, there's, uh, one thing I just, I saw it and I like that they specifically have the poster up for Nightmare on Elm Street five because there are definite comparisons you can draw between Pennywise and Freddy Krueger, just kind of like playing with your food before you right, eat it. You right, know, right. like that, that you, I always kind of wonder in these instances and I would get into moments of, you know, evil within where I would like get out of a, a trap and be like, did I just get through by the skin of my teeth or did this, or did, this nightmare kind of want me to almost get away and think that I have power over it now, but I really don't. Uh, And just kind of that fine line where like, I've seen films that are like that, where uh, monsters or evil things again, kind of play with their food. And I'm just kind of just get on with it. And so I think it's a real fine line, like how far you can push me as a viewer uh, or a player before I just kind of, all right, I'm just so ready to move past this part of the game. And even within, I thought was just perfectly balanced. Like I was never, I never felt stuck. I was never like really frustrated with any particular part. Um, and so there were stakes the whole time too. Yeah. And I was never really like chilled playing evil within, like it was spooky and I, there were definitely some jump scares, but like just, even just the demo I played at very loud packs and just a quick little 40 minute, you know, thing in a, in a dark booth. Uh, was creepy, you know, mm-hmm. there was a lot more of a sense of uh, kind of a freedom to explore and in that the kind of tension of like scaring s- something or triggering a bad guy to come follow you is less like, well, I'm in a hallway, so it's hard to dodge that right. thing and more like, could I have avoided that? Or like, was that bad on my part? To, do I need to be fighting these things? Oh, I just dumped six shotgun rounds into that. Oh no, am I going to need those later? Shans, yeah. I'm very excited for you to play this game. Yeah. I'm excited for you to play this. Thanks. Yeah. Next, time. Oh, oh, on the same day, we have another uh, Friday the 13th game. WWE 2K18. Can I we move on? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm trying. Move on. No. We shall. We, we shan't. Oh, oh, oh we shan't. <laughs> but he said it. I did say this, but I, I feel bad. I know next to nothing about wrestling, but being around Easy Allies, they have... <laughs> 
they have made me want to be into wrestling so bad. Here, you don't have to pretend. I, no, I'm not pretending. This is not pretending. This is not pretending. They have legitimately made it seem awesome, and so me being dismissive of wrestling feels wrong. I but I can't. I can't. You can say, speak to the game I can't speak specifically. To it. Yeah, I'm just saying that I think there's something there that seems really cool, and I would feel bad for dismissing it because I don't feel I mean, like I have the evidence. Default to do arises. So. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm excited. It's weird for. to me. Yeah. It's weird to me that wrestling video games are about uh, the fantasy of this character. Like, it's about the fantasy of wrestling. They play by the rules of the fantasy of wrestling, right. as opposed to like these people are acrobats actually not trying to hurt each other. Mm-hmm. And it's never the game's never about that. It's never about your career as a performer. It's your career as like let's pretend all of this is real. It's but so that weird. That would be a game. sick game. That's where a game I'd like, rather play. Yeah, yeah, that's a game where you're trying to not hurt each other and then yeah. you have like yeah, conversations yeah. about it. like man, they were a little rough back there. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. a fighting really game cool. where the the point is to yeah. make it look convincing, but yeah. right. like whoa. On October 17th... A driver, but you're a stunt person? Like, yeah. Sorry. Continue. That happened. Or is that the joke? A driver, but you're a stunt person, not a stunt driver. So a fighting game where you're actually doing a fighting sequence. Right. Okay. Where you got to like choreograph yeah, yeah. it a certain way. But it's like, like only hurt like, the person so much. You know, yeah. So. Or you're like con artist and you're trying to like pull some pull <clears throat> a fast one over fun. on some like rich marks or something. Yeah. yeah. Like an Ocean's Eleven game. Yeah. October 17th, Etrian Odyssey 5, Beyond the Myth. I'm so happy this made the list. It made the list. And it I, almost didn't, Ben. We're way over time already. On, We're way over time on. already. No, this is legitimately <laughs> good. Okay, I get, no, I get that. What is this? I get that other allies aren't familiar with it, but yeah. Etrian Odyssey 5, despite whatever you may think, absolutely deserves your attention. I've actually played it. I've played the demo, so I can speak to this. It is... It is a game that I think people hear about, and because they hear these things, they, they're like, oh, well, you know, I super care about story and RPGs, so this seems like a mechanics-focused dungeon crawl. That's not for me. And it's like, yeah, but all right, you don't play every Mario game for this story. Like, just give it a chance. Maybe there's something there that you're really into, and Entry Odyssey is doing things that a lot of other games aren't doing, where you have so much control over the customization of your party, and they're adding really crazy new mechanics, union skills that add a whole other layer of thought and depth. You're going through... It's like, in a lot of ways... They've made so many Dungeons and Dragons games, but to me, Etrian Odyssey is kind of like a really good Dungeons and Dragons game to me because you feel like an adventurer as you're exploring. You have to make your own map, and you're going along. You'll encounter things all the time where it's like, "Hey, man, this seems like a good opportunity. Do you want to swim in this water?" And you're like, "Yeah, maybe I should swim in this water." But it's just a yes or no option, and you have kind of that like text adventure, tabletop role playing thing of like, "I have to go with my gut," and if you fail, it's really bad. But if it's you take a chance, it's really good and you have really intense battles where you can't just sleep your way through basic fights you've got to really think about everything that you're doing you have to decide like you'll get really deep into a labyrinth you'll be like should i keep going or should i head back to town and it's great natural tension you have these huge beasts called foes that are chasing you all around and you can try to fight them but you'll likely get crushed and so you actually as you're moving across these squares have this thing chase you it's absolutely terrifying extra nice is great it's great this new one is great it's certifiably great people should play it they keep dismissing it and there's no good reason for it <laughs> 3ds great. You're that was great, good. Man. That was Sorry, good. I just I think it is 3ds, 3DS right? Okay. Sorry, guys. No more sleeping through fights in Etrian Odyssey Five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but falling as it does, Kyle doesn't get that joke. Yeah, Kyle doesn't get that joke. No, what, what was that? That's a Daniel Bloodworth That's quote Daniel from Bloodworth uh, one quote. of his. Uh, Sorry, uh, when he was guys. talking about Super Mario RPGs, like, sorry guys, no, no more, more sleeping through turn-based <laughs> no fights. Oh, great. No more napping during yeah. fights. 
Uh, Sorry, but falling guys. as it does five days after Evil Within Two, and what eleven days before Odyssey? Like, okay, let's be real. It's I'm not saying the you eye of the storm. No, no, I'm no, not no, saying it's, it's counter programming. Yeah. What other right. what other dungeon crawling RPGs are there? I'm not right. saying. All listen, right. I understand October is a stag month. I'm getting. I'm not saying you can't have your priorities. Yeah. Whatever favorites, pick your favorites. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. But you can't just because you pick something doesn't mean the other thing goes away. Right. Yeah, you can't put it back. True. Might be perfect during the holidays. I think we shouldn't yeah. roll our eyes at Atreon. You shouldn't roll your eyes. You can have and a nice sorbetto. Yes. The thing between is, between courses, I just want people to give things a chance. There's yeah. a free demo that's out right now. You don't have to spend any money. Yeah. You can fight FOEs right now. what's great is if you decide that you like it. Is there a pre-order button? No, there's not oh, a pre-order okay. button. Right. <laughs> no, not going down that route. You can carry your progress over from the demo. Oh, oh great. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. that. I mean, hmm, I don't actually, I don't think there's a pre-order button. Hmm. Also on this day, is. more counter-programming. Well, actually, I don't know if we can call this counter-programming. It's very close to a, a near competitor. Gran Turismo Sport. Shall That's we a game. move on? Shall we move on? I don't know right away. We can say one or two sentences, but... Jones, I just don't that's know not how we respond game. to that. Oh, okay, we shall. Uh, sure, we shall. Fine. Okay. I just don't know anything, I just don't know anything about this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. have a anything to say. Rules, rules are rules. Rules are rules. Saving time. They could be really cool. I had some stuff really locked cool. and loaded for that, but yeah, rules nope, are rules. never going to hear it. Uh, okay, another one on October 17th. Not a big deal, but I'm just personally excited about it. Jackbox Party Pack 4. Yeah! Uh, I love the Jackbox Party Pack games. I think love they're very them. cool. They run really well. They just function, and they're they're one of the few video games that tries to be funny and succeeds in it. I think. I love the Jackbox. I've been yeah. a, I've been a lifelong fan, yes. liter- legitimately, yeah. of You Don't Know Jack. And uh, yeah, these games are fantastic. My parents wouldn't let me play You Don't Know Jack. I played them with Why? my is parents. It, is it nasty? They're like they're, they're like a little irreverent. They're like it's it's too dirty. Yeah. You can't they're, play. They're, You're too young. Like that attitude. They're a hard PG thirteen. Go to church. Guy. Um, there's a, there's, again, I think five, five mini games. One of them is called Bracketeering, the deranged, de- the deranged debate match where you place bets on stupid arguments. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's Genius. really that's perfect good. For yeah. Oh, we're playing this. Yeah. That's like every day. We're playing this. Yeah. Like every, day. every day we have that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. Pack of wolves. Um, also on October 17th, big day, South Park, the fractured butt hole. Oh. I wish I had multiple Pop-Tarts. You can yeah, only have no, one Pop-Tart, I, yeah, but I yeah, I hear you. Just pick different flavors. That's mm-hmm. my raspberry Pop-Tart. No, no, yeah. not fair. This, <laughs> that's my boysenberry. This game, they don't have boysenberry. Every time Come I on. watch oh. new footage of it, it makes me laugh out loud at my computer monitor. Yeah. That's all I want. Oh, you're right. I just talked about a funny game that tries to be funny and is. Yes. Here we go. Yes. There's another yeah. one right there. Yes. Uh, Cutting the preview that Damiani did for this, I was like, yeah, wow. This mm-hmm. is, all right. Got some wit. Yeah. Got some this, wit. This got some wit. Like a sly fox, jokes. you got some wit. But that's okay. John, are you into this? Yeah. Because it not only repeats from the show. It's not like calling back to stuff like, here's the part where we do that bit. If you didn't see the episode, this this is hilarious. But if you did see the episode, it's just we're just echoing jokes mm-hmm. we made months ago, right. years ago. Mm-hmm. It's not that. You know, it's it's a completely new uh, setup that like feels like a new story, but it is kind of like playing on its importance. Like obviously, like they're they're making they're they're putting on the air that this is an incredibly pivotal event in the world of South Park, but you know, like, next week they're going to forget this and move on. Yeah. So I just love that it's kind of both things at the same time. Um, that you get this idea that, you know, Matt and Trey are just goofing around constantly, <coughs> and yet they've made so many improvements, you know, uh, not only to the first game, but, like, a lot of interesting things as far as 2D role-playing games are concerned. You know, yeah. there's a lot of stuff like an, an Octopath Traveler can learn from um, <laughs> from the systems that they put in there. It's crazy. Just, it's, it's a fascinating franchise. It's, a, it's, like, a, it's like a better game than 
needs to be. Yeah, yeah. You think it could it could actually kind of uh, skate off of just its writing and, and just being looking exactly like South Park looks like, right. but they make it a good game on yeah. top of that, which is crazy. Yeah. Bonus. Yeah, that's a fun. Oh man, October twentieth, Fire Emblem Warriors. This was almost my toaster strudel. It is my toaster strudel. Ooh. This is my toaster strudel. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Here's why I, j- I just think you can pump the brakes on this. I just. It didn't look good last we saw it. No. Ooh, visually. Performance-wise. Oh, wow. uh, okay. Basically, our, our theory is that there's the 3DS version is dragging it down. Uh, they had to make it, they had to design it so it could work on both. And so I think it's kind of running on the same engine that the Wii U had with uh, oh, Zelda. I, but I've gained a lot of respect for Omega Force recently, yeah. and yeah. I think they've done some really good things. And I personally like Hyrule Warriors a lot. And what I always felt pre-release and then actually playing Hyrule Warriors is there was this energy to the game. Yeah, where I like, like I like Hyrule Warriors too. Yeah. We, it was like we are we are celebrating Zelda. Look at all of the different ways we put in to celebrate this. You nailed this, Ben. And Fire Fire Emblem Warriors. And the reason why it wasn't my total strudel is because I've seen them do it. Like pretty well that I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on that. Maybe there's more here than I think. Mm-hmm. But when I watch Fire Emblem Warriors, it just kind of feels there. Like it's there's there's not that same energy, and that the ways that they're 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 paying tribute to Fire Emblem seem a little predictable, a little rote. It's just not that that craziness, that vibe that I got from from Hyrule Warriors or Dragon Quest Heroes for that matter. Yeah, the selection is kind of just uh, here's some recent characters from the recent games. Right. We only like the attractive people. Here they are. It feels <laughs> like a very efficient game mm-hmm. in sure. a weird way. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yep. We'll see. Toaster Strudel for sure. Uh, that is a Switch game, by the way, but it is also on 3DS. Uh, next up, October 24th, Hidden Agenda. Yeah. This is the game I always forget the name of. It's from yeah, Supermassive. It's basically the follow-up of, uh, 4 Until Dawn. Same uh, universe. Right? No. No. No, no, no. The the one... Inpatient. Inpatient is the same, same is a universe. prequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. one's That's not the same universe? That's the mistake universe? I always make. I knew yes. Inpatient was connected to that somehow. John, all this stuff prequel. was announced on the same day, too. Right, yeah. right. And but Bravo this one's team. not the same universe. I not thought it was universe. like after the events of the other one. Wow, that'd be crazy. I don't. Maybe yeah, that's maybe it'll maybe tie that's in at the end. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. But um, this game looks like fun. Yeah, I like I I like this like phone group game video mm-hmm. game tie in thing. Like I know yeah. some people don't love it. So can you explain that to someone who's just hearing about this game? For okay, the first so time? Hidden Agenda is like Until Dawn. It's got. You know, it's a 3D graphical game like that, storytelling, making choices. But a 3D graphical game. <laughs> yes, a 3D graphical game. I mean, you know what I mean, though. It's yeah. like a, a, a like Until Dawn, but instead of using a controller and one person is making choices, it's a group of, I think, up to six, maybe five. Six. Six. Yeah, yeah. People on their phones are tied into the game, and they're making group decisions, and whatever the, I think the average... Or whatever the most people pick is the choice that is made. It looks really fun. But when that stuff comes really fun, I think, is like betrayals. Right. And who do you trust and things like when, that. When someone's like, we gotta go with Cynthia. Yeah. And then everyone goes with Frank. Yeah. And you're just like, no! What'd you do that for? Why? And then it's like, you Cynthia dies. Cynthia. Like, oh, yeah. come on. Yes, there's so much potential there. Yeah. There's yeah. so much. We should we're, we should stream this and we should do what we did with Until Dawn where we all pick represented a character. A character. Yeah, that'd be that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's I don't think it's that it's kind of different. thing where yeah, you play as each other. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, oh a lot of potential there. It's a it's kind of fun new things to do with the medium. I'm I'm all excited for it. Very bring, bring it on. I don't think you need to be a group of streamers to enjoy that kind of thing. Yo, a group of friends. October twenty seventh is maybe the biggest day of the year. Oh of my. our lives. Oh my. Of our lives. Oh my. Yeah. 
Yeah. I didn't realize those two were coming on the scene. It's all been building up Those three are coming on the Yeah, yeah. We got some honkers. October 27th is the day of the honkers. Honker day. Honk, honk. First honk. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. These are listed in alphabetical order. Our first honker, Assassin's Creed Origins. Honk. Honk, honk. Oh, so just one honk? Yeah. Yeah. I'd give that a honk. Give it a honk. Am I crazy to... Looking at the three games that come out on yeah. this day to think that this game is screwed, you're not crazy. This might not meet expectation for Ubisoft. It's not Which crazy. Which would be to think after that. all that wait. <laughs> it would be frustrating. I'm 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 wondering if it like falls between the one and two mill where it's not a huge right. like failure. I don't think it'll do poorly. Right. But I think that like when facing the juggernaut yeah. of the good, the best of these three. Yeah. And then like even the second of these three. All right, you know what? Let's talk about all three of these at the same time. I think we all should. Right, because <laughs> everyone knows all three of these games are going to be great, and we, like, I really want to discuss all three of these games simultaneously. This could be fun. All right. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey is also on the 27th. Honk, 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 honk. And honk, Wolfenstein honk, honk. 2, The New Order, is also on the 27th. Pop-Tart honk. Yeah, that's a pop-tart. Honk. Yes, Ben, that's a great pop-tart That's my pick. pop-tart. Why is that Wolfenstein? your pop-tart? Why is that my pop-tart? Because yeah. uh, Wolfenstein... the, the Wolfenstein the New Order, okay, was a game where you could very easily, like, play through it and be like, okay, they could work on that, they could work on that, they could work on that. But what it did right, the mm. way it told its story, the way that you cared about its characters, you were like, oh, did I go back to 1990? Like, I haven't cared about <laughs> characters in a first-person shooter that is so focused on the shooting in a way like this in, in so long. And not only that, the shooting itself is fast, it's violent, it's fun, it's just ridiculous enough to be like constantly interesting. They're taking me to all these different locations. But it was that writing. It was that characterization. It was like, man, BJ Blazkowicz, there's there's so much depth there that I wasn't expecting. His name and, is BJ Blazkowicz. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. And, and then yeah, they actually make him a character. And it was yeah. it was the kind of game where you're like, if they get it so right out of this on this first take here, mm-hmm. looking at the new Colossus, once they've they've learned all of these lessons, once we're deeper into the generation, once they've built up that confidence, I just believe that this game will knock the wind out of people. That it will do not only everything well that the first game did, but it will correct the mistakes. And it will pivot in a bunch of crazy directions that are really cool as well. I have a lot of faith in this game. So I just, Ben, we're, we're talking about all three of these games. I yeah. love I love the way you spoke to it, and I think you're completely right that this is going to be an excellent game. But at the same time, I think generally Assassin's Creed does better. I think my, my estimation between one to two mil was soft on Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Just because of that name recognition. And now maybe I should be more concerned for Wolfenstein 2 on this day. Do you think that's true? Do I think it's true? Um, I, I don't think it. I don't think like first day sales or even first week sales matter in a sense because I think if what I was saying is true, mm-hmm. um, and you even saw this with the new order where it it slowly picked up steam over time. Mm-hmm. Once more opinions about the game got out there, once they're like, hey, there's more here than we were expecting. Yeah, it really kind of built up in a way, and I think that same could happen with here. Doom. Right, right. The same thing happened with Doom, and so I think I think it'll be okay because of that. I think the quality will kind of work as a shield for it, where it will kind of persist through the fall and the winter. Sure, I think too that Assassin's Creed and Wolfenstein Two. They both seem like they could be really good. I think Wolfenstein 2 has a better chance of being great. Mm-hmm. Um, but both of them feel like, how do I say it? Like a soft excitement. Like those are games that you might pick up on day one and like 
not go home directly and play if you also bought Super Mario. You're going to play Super Mario first. Mm-hmm. And then once you're, like, done with that, you jump into those, like, a week later. Yeah. Whatever. But you, like, you're still excited to play those games, but you're like, I'm going to play Mario first because it's, you know. Mario will do very well. But, again, I think there, there's different audiences. I do, too. I do, th- yeah. I do too. There's but not I, a total overlap. I do think there's a lot of overlap between Assassin's Creed yes, and Wolfenstein. I think so, too. Yeah. Not total overlap. Yeah. I mean, I think about uh, Megan, who used to work at GT. Yeah. Loves Assassin's Creed. Yes. Assassin's Creed. I don't know if she would play Wolfenstein 2. Like, she might, but I don't... She's playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, she's going to be playing yeah. Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, all nine of us are going to be playing Mario Odyssey. <laughs> the thing for yeah. me, and this is, this is just speculation, but mm-hmm. with Assassin's Creed, with it taking a year off, and hearing talk about origins, I'm not. I'm honestly not seeing a tremendous amount of buzz. I'm seeing curiosity. Yeah. I'm seeing people check it out. But with Wolfenstein, I'm I'm seeing a tremendous amount of goodwill. And although that audience is smaller, I think it is more eagerly awaiting its release. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, Jones. Ubisoft always surprises us. We saw that this year with uh, uh, Help Me Wildlands, Ghost Recon well, Wildlands. And that that game sold incredibly well. Yeah. Could we see that with Assassin's Creed? Could this could this just make our jaws drop? Yeah, I think I think Assassin's Creed is one of those games where I think there's not necessarily that angle that's really drawing me into the game right now. I think it's I think when you're finished with that game and you can kind of see like the breadth of the work that they did to realize that massive world, mm-hmm. I see that as kind of being the, like one of the big takeaways. That just like wow, that was a really uh, that was a huge game. That was a game that introduced me to a lot of things I didn't know. That like taught me a lot about this era, a lot about ancient Egypt. Um, it, it's interesting. It's like my my hype for Mario Odyssey was pretty huge ever since that first announcement. It's pretty yeah. much been you know uh, plateaued. Sounds negative, but yeah. it's after just been maxed out. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, Colossus was just kind of like good as uh, New Order. It looks like it is. Okay, great. You know, and I've just right. been kind of bought my ticket for that. You know, mm-hmm. and ready to go. Um, but uh, Origins is interesting because I'm just like slowly getting more excited. Like the more I see about it, um, the more I get involved with those characters, see how they are kind of like, you know, taking things back to the beginning, you know, uh, back to the drawing board and, and just kind of reforming how this organization was created. Um, I'm hoping a lot of those reveals aren't silly or that it doesn't. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to get supernatural. We're going to be, just, oh, know, there's going to be a fighting little crazy sphinxes and stuff. Yeah, and like, you count on a little silly. Um, uh, but yeah, I wonder if there's some kind of weird secret there. It'd be really interesting if they get back to the future timeline and kind of like maybe add a new, like here's you know, Desmond's over, but like we're we're going in this direction now and kind of like plant the seeds for that. Which is true because the future has been coasting. Yeah, she's yeah. been coasting the hard. Been like I, nothing for like yeah. yeah I long. feel the um uh the kind of like textbook uh, announcement that they did a couple weeks ago, where they're gonna have this like you know we're like I imagine somebody's uh, somebody in a college or high school somewhere who teaches a, a class about Egypt is like oh well hey this is gonna be great got to get I into think this that's so cool that it's I'm only sorry, gonna launch what? a couple weeks after tell me that about this it is gonna be a non combat uh open world exploration mode where you can just go anywhere on the map I think free flying like I think it's gonna be like mm-hmm. a first person camera you can just like zoom around. And just go to a place and be like, yeah, that, what is that? And it'll say, you know, like some narrator will come in and be like, oh, well, when they were embalming places back in ancient Egypt, and like you actually see them like do the procedure and I'm little text things pop up. Yeah. Kind of like a second super screen cool. ex- experience, yes, cool. yeah. but in the game. And it's not going to launch with it. I think it's going to be like a month after is it launch. Called discovery yeah. mode? It's called Discovery. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That and is so cool. But it, the yeah, thing I like about really that cool. is I don't Very feel good. that it is or Ubisoft is treating it as like that sell. They're like, oh, now I'm totally in. That's just kind of like almost like a consumer confidence kind of a thing right. where it's like, oh, that 
that's a cool idea, you know? And you're not necessarily doing that because you're really going to move units with that announcement. But if I was maybe on the fence, like, yeah, that would be... Uh, again, we're talking about this this day, all playing all three of these games that day. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I see this uh, getting pushed to number three for a lot of people. Um, but I think an announcement like that, you know, makes... Uh, I would love to ju- Justifies that yeah. possible yeah. late November, December purchase of just yeah. like, oh, okay, I got some time off during the holidays. Maybe, you know, like, Origins is that game I didn't play. That's a very um, good thing to bring really, up. Really, really awesome. I love Egypt. I've always been fascinated with Egypt. Uh, I re- recently read that they found a diary on, like, ancient papyrus of, like, an official... Uh, whose name I don't recall, but they found his his actual diary, um, and it was written on this paper that that maintained like it stayed readable for like two thousand five hundred years, whatever. And it basically just explained how they moved the giant rocks over to build the pyramids, and like finally mystery. This just happened. Yeah, like two or three, maybe a month ago. What's the mystery? What uh, is it? Giant boats, and then they dug little channels up to the to the um, pyramid sites oh, and just so like, like offloaded the, the stones. So yeah. they, they like made moats basically? They made moats and had like giant stones that just they put it on the boat took it down the Nile took it off a man-made tributary toward the pyramid offloaded it and then put it in place huh? for the giant granite and all that. Well how about awesome. that? Awesome. And they just like read a dude's diary and figured it out. <laughs> so cool. That is extremely cool. Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. Good that day. Was, October 27th. It's going to be awesome. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, as far as social media is concerned, it's Mario. Mario is just going to dominate all yeah. of that. You're so right. Because you just think about those, what's this thing? Whoa, look at look at this thing that just yeah. happened to me in this mm-hmm. video game. But, yeah. I think those instances will, like, like a tidal wave will drastically outweigh anything going on. I think it'll be going more on if you go to Twitch. I think it'll be the number one most streamed game. Plus, like, yeah. I, think, I, I think it'll get, like, near 100% saturation on Switch owners. Yeah. Like I think, yeah. I think Mario Odyssey, in a weird way, even if you are excited about it, is kind of an easy thing to roll your eyes at. But like, like it's just easy to say, oh, of course it's Mario, of course it's it's cute, or of course it's weird. But man, looking at that game, just just seeing it, you can tell what they're doing with it. Like the game speaks for itself. There's yeah. no there's yeah. no fancy words that you need to use. You don't need to write a, a huge article. Like that is a game that it looks like when you pick it up, from the moment you pick it up to the moment you put it down, it's pure joy. Yeah. Like isn't that what we want? Why would we roll our eyes at that? We should recognize that. We should praise that. That's a cool thing. Who's rolling their eyes? I don't know. No, I, we got commenters right now rolling. We got eyes. commenters we right have now. Listeners rolling right now rolling. Do not roll thine eyes. Do not do not roll thine eyes. That's Super Mario Odyssey. But pause your breath. Uh, I have a lot of <laughs> and think for a moment. I have a lot to say about much uh, like Homer's Odyssey. Okay. It'll be a journey. All right, <laughs> it takes us through many places. All right, you goofballs, we're all way right. over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. All right. Uh, all right. I mean, we got to take long enough for this dang 4K export to finish. Sure. Uh, some background business over here. Language. Uh, got a lot to say about this one. <laughs> On October 31st, Bubsy the. Wo- Oh, sorry, did you hear that? Oh, oh, that's unfortunate. It sounds like it's podcast half time. I'm sorry, Bubsy, but the following <laughs> sponsors are official. The, the following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of October. Ooh. Iron Harvest, a real-time strategy game for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, currently in development at King Art Games. Join their community and help them bring the alternate reality of 1920 plus to life. Mango. 
Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information or check them out on Kickstarter. Jigarbov Productions. Jigarbov is just a guy who noticed there were some podcast sponsor slots available over at patreon.com slash easyallies. And since he's been enjoying Easy Allies content for free since the beginning, he wanted to pay it back. He's more looking forward to getting Brandon to say some random stuff just because he can each week. (laughs) He's also developing for the Minecraft marketplace. But many people hate microtransactions, so he probably won't mention that again. Well, how do we spell Jigarbov? J-I-G-A-R-B-O-V. Jigarbov. That is a cool name. Yeah. Jones, about 25% of our audience is listeners. This is true. Jigarbov Productions. Cool. Jigarbov. I might be pronouncing that a different way next week. We'll see. iKeyless. Since 2002, iKeyless has specialized in replacement automotive keys and remotes. They can save you up to 75% off of dealerships' prices. Visit their updated website at iKeyless.com and use the promo code EZA at checkout for free shipping and an additional 17% off of your order. JoJo Denko, your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you're currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at FastMower if you would like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. Hoaglaw Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hogue started Hogue Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check him out at www.hoaglaw.com. L. Thanis. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. So we made it through October. It's now time to talk about November. There are fewer games uh, that we're going to talk about in November, but there's still, oh, it's too much. These games are huge. On November 3rd, Call of Duty World War II is released. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is this going to be a good game? I, I think so. Uh, the reaction to the, uh, uh, the beta has been great. Yes. A lot of people are very, very excited about that. I liked it. Yeah, it's it's tough for me to think about ye old Call of Duty games, you know, and think like, is this is this great because it's just it's you know Call of Duty three? Yeah, Call of Duty three was the last World War two one we, that we got. Um, I'm, actually, that's probably wrong. It was probably followed like Big Red one. I think might have been after three. Um, but uh, um, am I excited because it's getting back to the good stuff, or are they improving upon World of War? World of War. Uh, are they improving uh, good, upon good that yeah, uh, yeah. uh, that structure back in the day? But uh, definitely a different vibe, you know, going through these trenches, handling these weapons, um, just feeling that type of war. Um, and uh, I think the campaign, I'm, I'm very curious about, about how, how they bring that to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, there's just a lot of great personal stories to tell from that war, a lot, tons of different directions that you can take. And so when they called it World War II, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm very curious the story that you tell uh, that, that will attempt to encompass such a massive war. You remember, we, Johns, we were talking about uh, fear of missing out uh, in games. I think, panel, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about this Call of Duty World War II hub. Yeah. I think it's really smart. I think it creates this community where you see other people who are playing Call of Duty and you're hanging out with them. If you don't know, there's like a lobby now, everybody, where oh, okay. you're in you're in first person inside of the lobby. Destiny, like, yeah. Uh, there's activities you can do. You can do shooting ranges within this lobby. This is where you like team up to go out 
uh, and play matches and things like that. I think it's incredible. Actually, I think it's a really good person? idea for this game. Yeah. I don't think you're overstating this. That is yeah. extremely smart uh, because just the, the there's a huge difference between feeling like you're a part of something and feeling like I was a part of something. Now I'm kicked back into a menu. I have to wait to be part of something again. Sure. Like that's a pretty huge step, I think, psychologically. Is it like that? Is it in between each activity you're in this hub? Yeah, this is basically the lobby system. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. That, yeah, I mean, hmm. Like everybody's mm-hmm. golf, kind of. I wonder how <laughs> players can interact with each other. I think yeah. that's a really important. I because I, I just don't know. I'm actually learning about this. You have to make the first an time. So, the dumbest thing uh, when you uh, what's it called? Prestige. When you prestige, there's a ceremony, and if you attend somebody's prestige ceremony, you get a benefit as well. That Whoa. is so dumb and so smart. Yes. <laughs> that is so smart. Yeah, that's gonna work. I know. That yeah, is very funny. And so that happens in this little hub, just like I'm prestiging everyone. Everyone, I'm prestiging. I'm prestiging. Wait, can I can I be in on this? Yeah, I need to get, get come get your buff. Yeah. Come on over. Yeah, come get your buff. And you know what? You Put know what? I, code. That, that Slack message is gonna happen from Huber, <laughs> where yeah, he's yeah, gonna yeah. say, "Be, be part of my event," my and I'm gonna want to be a part of it. I want. He's gonna invite us. The date, <laughs> and you, I really, really, really hope that you can change the outfits on your avatar so yeah. people can go like black tie to people's <laughs> prestige events. You like go formal. Um, you weren't at my event. <laughs> I couldn't help but notice. You want high school? I, yeah, I, I saw you online jeans. playing Destiny. Yeah. You want to explain that? I raided with you. <laughs> I carried you, man. I love... Th- oh, man, this like weird social obligation stuff in I, games is so I funny. I think it could be very cool. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Excited about that game. And that's an easy update yeah. right there, too. Sure. Well, I mean, it's not easy to prestige. Oh, you oh, mean just hanging just out? Shoot it. Just shenanigans with We could just shoot Huber's prestige event and we oh, all have sure. to go. Yeah. And, like, we're, we don't want to. Uh, November 7th, Need for Speed Payback. My awareness of this game has really dropped off since yeah, E3. I forgot about this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you're in Vegas. Shall we move on? Yeah, we shall. We shall. We shall. Okay. They said open world, which got me excited, but mm-hmm. moving on. Sonic Forces, also November 7th. I am. I feel like I am more excited about Sonic Forces than I should be. <laughs> me too, Ben. <laughs> like, 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 I'm just setting myself up. I don't get it, because we've played it. You played Sonic Forces? At PSX. Did you get to make a character? You no, I played one yeah, of their like that's... already made characters, mm-hmm. but it's like no. I hang on. Okay. I played it right after All playing right, Sonic right. Mania. Yeah, and then I played Sonic Forces. Yeah, and I was like, Sonic Mania is incredible. You're, you're Sonic right. Forces is irritating. Oh, like I liked. Hang on, I liked the Sonic levels, but the the, the created character level, like the jumping was weird. I was like, this is very weird, and maybe it's just because I didn't create that character. No, I don't think you're wrong. It was weird. At- and I'm I, worried about this game. I just watching the footage and seeing it in demos. Have you not played it? I haven't played it. It they feels weird. Play it. Yeah, it look <laughs> it looks like it feels weird. Right. I'm totally the, with the you. The Sonic stuff was great. W- was fun. But the thing is, mm-hmm. this creative character just throws just a wrench in the whole presets, thing. Though. You just pick I, little but, presets. But it's okay. I can use those presets to see this 
dumb character mm-hmm. interact with Sonic and his friends, and they're going to be taking it so seriously mm-hmm. that I don't know if I'm going to care how bad the game is yeah. because you have that bad guy named what is Infinite, right? Yeah. His name his name is Infinite, yes. and the way that he talks, he treats himself like the most serious dude in the world, yeah. and it's hilarious and it's beautiful. And then you throw my stupid little Sonic in there. It is just like it's just like a a feast of hilarity. Yes. Like. Maybe the game is terrible, but I think there's going to be enough for right, me to hang right, on to right. for 40 bucks. All right, all right. And that's it. For 40 it's a bucks. Game. Sure, yeah. all right. 40 bucks. When you said 40 bucks, yeah. I was like, I'm oh, not, I'm all right. Not, like, yeah. I'm not trying fine. to defend the game because well, I think fine. you're right. 40 bucks. But that's fine. I can they, see the TV spot now. Feast of Hilarity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feast of Hilarity. <laughs> they and show, it's only $40. They show the Shadow the Shadow of the Hedgehog DLC, as, and people are just like, oh boy. And I say, oh. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. It does Shadow se- the Hedgehog DLC for this game. Yes. It does yeah. seem like they have a sense of humor about it. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm here for that. Uh, also on November seventh. Oh, and also, hey, this is Xbox One X release date, uh, November seventh. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I guess that can't really be a toaster strudel or a pop tart, but that's yeah. that's pretty interesting. Eh. Okay. Uh, Super Lucky's Tale is why I thought of it. Uh, November seventh. Yeah. This game might be really cool. This game might be really cool. I agree. I is that the that. Fox one? That's the Fox oh, one. Oh, yeah. yeah. That game yeah. looks cool. Yeah, exactly. It is uh, It just, if you're a curious uh, audience, it is it is the sequel to Lucky's Tale, a an Oculus-exclusive game. So this right. is a VR franchise, and it still kind of has that we're looking down onto Lucky perspective uh, in this game. I suspect that eventually it will be a VR game. Um, but for now, uh, yeah, this is a, a, a platforming game you can play on your Xbox One X when that console comes out. Um, and yeah, it's a 3D platform. Yeah. Let's go. Shall yeah. we move on? We shall. <laughs> um, November 10th, how did this get on here? Mario Party, the top 100. Shall we move on? We shall. We shall. Okay. <laughs> That's fun, actually. We should have this. We should have that for every for segment every, of this podcast. Yeah. For every yeah. segment. <laughs> it's a 3DS collection oh, of Mario good. Party games. Yeah, there, yeah exactly. We're good. Why 3DS? Uh, November 14th, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. Don't you dare, because this is my Pop-Tart. <laughs> <laughs> we're like looking at each other. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, I was like sharing each other. Yeah, I was thinking of making my toaster strudel, but it wasn't strong enough. Your toaster strudel? But I didn't. Because what I only world have, are we living in? I only have one concern. What is your one concern? And it's because I was spoiled. Yeah. Because the original Lego Marvel Super Heroes it's is so, so good. good yes. Yeah. That it's like, we there's got to be some... Surely I needed more time since the announcement to launch of hearing more stuff about this game. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's that kind of... I'm just a little nervous that it's that Lego Indiana Jones 2 vibe where it's not like clearly the sequel needed to go here, but they kind of looked at the Marvel Universe and they're like, oh, we got all sorts of weird people. Like, oh, let's get the Inhumans in there. Get, you know, the Guardians we haven't done yet, so gotta have the Guardians. Guardians Less of for the... Yeah, but like, but like more Guardians characters like... Sure. Um, Nebula, yeah, the Mantis. Mantis. Who like wasn't in, you know, I don't think was in Marvel Super Heroes, was she? She, Hard Mantis? to say. I'm yeah. going to say no. Wasn't in I'm going to say Guardians no. I 100% won. of that game, I don't think she was. So, uh, yeah. So, I, I don't know if it's like they're scraping the bottom of the barrel, you know, to, to, to put more characters in there. Or if it's like, no, it's all going to come together because it's going to be amazing. And, you know, uh, is, is it that true sequel to that first game or another cell? You know, yeah. something that they realized they could do, so why not? So I hope that thing. Singularity is in it. What's up? Oh, that's a Marvel hero? I hope Singularity is in it. Sure. Uh 
I I am okay with Lego games. I haven't played any of them since Lego Marvel. Lego Marvel is a special kind of Lego game. Definitely. We had this this huge cool hub world of New York City and then individual levels within that. And so it was very fun to actually do side missions around the city, to go and do those Lego Marvel missions, to find Wolverine, bring Wolverine back into that thing so you're 100%ing it. It rewards you constantly for exploring, for taking new characters on these missions, and for, for, for climbing a tower, for hopping onto a lion's back and making that lion clum all the way up a skyscraper. And so I'm hoping for that. When, when I say this is my Pop-Tart, I just mean give it a second look. It's not a typical mm, Lego game. Sure. Uh, it, it is, it is, like, Lego Avengers 2 came out recently, right? That's not it. It's not this. Yeah. This is, it's a very different game, and uh, it's not advertised as a very different game. And so that's why I felt like i got to give it a Maybe that's so, the other thing, too, that, I've event, that Avengers game, you know, is still on my palette. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like that was much more movie focused. So oh, like, I see the, in the, the Inhumans so getting its own mad. TV yeah. show and Volume right. Two Guardians yeah. coming out, and then them focusing on them for the new one. And so I'm mm-hmm. wondering, like, is this more of a who does this serve Disney and Marvel more, or is this you know for the Lego fans? Yeah, I uh, I have been throughout my history pretty dismissive about of Lego games. Yeah, and it's created kind of a, this mindset where I don't really pay that much mind because every time I sit down with a Lego game. Uh, especially with a, f- a buddy, a friend, I always expect to have more fun than I actually end up having. Uh, I remember playing Lego Har- Harry Potter and Lego Indiana Jones and Lego Jurassic Park and being like, "This, this is fine, but I we're just kind of we're just kind of doing it. There's nothing really about it that is that is drawing us in and making us excited. It just seems kind of like you hit like a wall. Yeah, you, you hit a wall weird wall. Like, Why? What? What do I right. do? Right. Um, but you saying that no, this isn't like that. This is different. It gives me pause. Yeah, I want to play as all these superheroes in Lego form. Yeah, I, I'm similar. I've never finished one, and I always hit that logic wall, and then I stop. Uh, in the two that I played, which I think were Harry Potter and and maybe Star Wars. Um, oh yeah, I think I played. But the Wars too. the one thing I do appreciate about all these games is they're very earnest. And yes. they, they, they're just very, yeah. like, quaint and sweet. I think that, yes. Thank you, Ian. That, and I just like, I like that about them. That defines what's missing when they use the movie quotes. Right. You lose right. that sweetness, yes. you right. lose right. that quaintness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I totally agree with that. Like, they're, they they make me feel very good. But mm-hmm. I feel just like... knowing they're out there. The, the <laughs> strange puzzles that I've been thrown into doesn't seem like it perfectly matches up right. with that yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. maybe the, the more free-form exploration of Marvel superheroes. It seems like the perfect fit for that, that what they want to do where it's like you said, you're just having fun doing whatever you want, exploring around. That's, that's the perfect match for like fun little quirky game where you kind of just do whatever you want. Yeah. You can smash taxi cabs. You You can be Spider-Man. You can just smash taxi cabs. It's not a big deal. You can smash people. They just, they explode into bits and they're fine with it. Yeah. It's so fun. (laughs) They're fine with it. Uh, uh, November 14th. Ooh, we have a very big game on November 14th. Star Wars Battlefront 2. That's my toaster strudel. Hello. Breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. You're breaking my heart right now. I know. Now. Please explain why that Whoa. would possibly be a toaster about this. strudel. That's a take. Yeah. Uh, I'm ju- I'm just nervous. I, there's got to be some there's got to be some catch to it somewhere. I don't know. Like that first game did not have enough in it. Uh I and I think the thing that really carried me I reviewed it and I gave it I, I still spoke very favorably of that first game because 
uh, it was the prettiest Star Wars game I had ever played in my life. Ever. Of any genre, ever. Yeah. You know, it just... And it still is. Uh, yeah, just the way that sounds... I mean, just the first time oh, a TIE fighter sound, crashed yeah. right in front of me, I was just in love and was like, this is incredible. Like, mm-hmm. just running, just like turning the corner of the hallway and there's Vader. Like, ah! <laughs> like, just that fear. Um, and that, to me... Uh, was so it was so interesting and so long overdue um, that you know lacking that content it was just like it just it felt like classic EA and just like okay I, I get what they did here and and kind of like the stranglehold that they want to have on people just slowly teasing out these things and I think it might just be the advertising I haven't had a chance to to, to play it like I completely missed that opportunity at E3 this year um, and so just seeing how they're marketing it seeing tweets where they're like counting how many vehicles we have this many planets this many vehicles this many characters yeah like we have this new story that was sorely missing from the first game that we we knew like I get the vibe that like that wasn't a surprise oh yeah. story we should have put that in like you knew like mm-hmm. you clearly were adding everything up and thinking like are we going to piss off that many people enough that our sales are going to be bad at the first right. game? And they were yeah. right. They, they, they pulled it off without yeah. having to worry about that. And so just a whole attitude of them coming in after the fact being like, well, we listened to things. It's like, you stop it. Like you didn't like John Boyega tweeted you and that's why you did the story campaign. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, it, just all of those vibes going into this. Like I'm, I'm just expecting it not to be good. I don't know why. I, yeah. It, and that might seem unfair, it's but it's not unfair Jones because they have not shown off a lot of that single player campaign. Right. I haven't read the Christie golden book that yeah, goes yeah. into the uh, series. And so I know, I know a lot of people read that and are like, Oh, I'm so excited just to, to get yeah. more involved with this character. And I've seen cutscenes, and it just, there's just that it's that little voice in the back of my head where I'm just like, that seems like an interesting character. And the little voice is like, you know, the campaign is five hours long. You know it. And like, right, yeah, right, you're probably right. right. And just like, oh, those vehicles look neat. And stuff. it's like, you know, there's not going to be enough maps to to, to, to to please the fan base. Like, oh, you're right. You know, it's like, are they really going to learn their lessons and really double down on this? Is it going to be that satisfying to have Yoda fight Darth Maul? Like, uh, um, are, are the characters going to be that unique? Or again, is it going to feel like less like this amazing sequel and more like a platform to put more content in. You yeah. gotta wait for the extra stuff. Uh, they, they've key. said uh, all the DLC, the new maps, is gonna be free. Which is incredible. That's like, incredible. I, I, like, but I think that means loot boxes. I think yeah, that, that whatever that is, I'm just sure. waiting for that yeah. other shoe to drop. And, yeah. and, and that's what a Toaster Strudel means to me. It's sure. not that like, oh, I'm not going to have fun. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a right. blast playing these this stuff. And I know Brad yeah. is going to have a blast. I know he's definitely going to be in there. I know Huber's probably going to put, you know, some hours into that. Um, so it's totally unfair and unfounded. I understand that, you know, and and coming from a huge Star Wars fan like, like myself. No, that all sounds reasonable um, to me. But it's just, it's just me, uh, you know, me and marketing. Like, I, I you know, it's uh, like companies can rub me the wrong way sometimes just by how they approach a game mm-hmm. and i think ea just how much they've been touting specific things makes me nervous that they're covering up for something else yeah. or that it doesn't quite meet the I expectations bet, they want me to have for Jones, it i bet they're gonna go hard in october though oh yeah, oh my I goodness bet, i bet we're gonna see it that's another soon. thing too yeah, is that this week yeah yeah since oh, gt yeah. i have not really been focusing that much on trailers like when i was at game trailers all of the dumb assassin's creed trailers we got i yeah. would watch all of them you know yeah. like I, I would spend each day at work watching at least 10 trailers mm-hmm. you know for weird projects i didn't really know about and i'm not really doing that so much i only just follow ea and follow battlefront on twitter even just that has been like okay <laughs> you know like Calm down with the, you know, just really like promoted tweets and just kind of like coughing up the same selling points again and again and again. And so it seems a little desperate. It seems like, (laughs) no, 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 we really want to, you know, we really want to sell the improvements that we've made with this. And it's like, is that because you have this kind of jaded fan base that didn't feel like they got enough in the first game? So you're telling us what we want to hear or are you touting things that really are going to make a big difference compared to the first game? I don't know. That, that, that uncertainty, that kind of cloud of, of mystery surrounding the game Mm -hmm. uh, makes it a little strudely for me. Sure. Fair enough, Jones. Yeah. On, November 17th, 
we see the release of Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Kyle? Yeah. Why is nothing about this game exciting in the slightest? I can tell you why. I got a theory, man. I got a theory that the Pokemon company has been coasting off the same marketing team for a long time. And because the games sell well, there's no reason to change what they're doing. And that team does not do enough to sell these games. When they when they do trailers and they're like, here's the new stuff, it's just in one ear and out the other. Yeah. It's, it's like this... This seems like the least substantial new version mm-hmm. of this stuff. And I really like so, what I've played of Sun and Moon. It's, a, it's yeah. an updated version of the one that came out earlier this year? It's an ultra year. version of the... Uh, last year. Last like, year? But yeah, it's the yeah. same game, just with more Pokemon in it? It very much seems so. So, uh, normally there are never, there's never a brand new Pokemon uh, in an updated version. So, we're used to this. We're used to seeing a game come out and mm-hmm. then like a, a modified version of it a year later. That's not irregular. Uh, but... The, the idea that there are two new Ultra Beasts should be a huge deal. They're, they never announce... And that's usually different versions of the same Pokemon. Uh, but never like, oh, there's two new Pokemon. I think people who are into the competitive scene are, are, are salivating at these two new Ultra Beasts. I think most people are shrugging their shoulders and saying, that looks dumb. That one looks like a big old boxy, boxy box... And the other one looks like a, you know, like a lollipop. Like it's just they don't look cool. They don't look like Pokemon that I want to be friends with. Right. They look like Ultra Beasts. It's, yeah. It's yeah. but when you when you take something like an Ultra Beast, I feel like they're taking that name and just applying it in the most boring literal way. Yeah. It's not like whoa, this is this is that creature, but they've twisted it and changed it in so much that it's this new exciting thing. It's like. Yeah, but it's just, it's got like more stuff on it. It's, it's a little it's a little bigger. When we did uh, Brandon Sun Kyle Moon, I had so much hard I had such a hard time explaining to Jones what the Ultra Beasts were about because he's like, are they Pokemon or what? Yeah, what, <laughs> what, I what, care about I've these? never heard of these before my entire life. Yeah, they're like Pokemon from another universe, which should be really exciting, but totally isn't. And any desire I get from actually yeah. having those Pokemon in my library and going out and catching them, yeah. I got most of from just watching the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> from just seeing the shot of it, like. <laughs> coming out and presenting itself. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Yep, got it. Done. You're in yeah. my Pokedex. Box Satisfaction checked. derived yeah, from yeah. that. I got most of it. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah, Ben, I mean, there's a, there's new areas and things, but nothing truly explained of why. <laughs> oh, that weird, is. like, Pikachu Park? Yeah, the Pikachu yeah. Park is new. Here's what, what absolutely destroys me. Yeah. I feel like, and I'm speaking for myself, or I shouldn't speak for all Pokemon fans, but I mm-hmm. feel like we're an easy audience in some ways. Where, <laughs> like... You don't have to do that much. Where, like, if you mm-hmm. like Pokemon, you really like it. Like, yeah. you love it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that much to get us excited, and they're letting us down. Yeah. <laughs> they're making it boring, yes. and they don't have to do that much. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, it's like it's like the way they're, they're handling this whole Switch announcement. Like, mm-hmm. this should feel huge. You yeah. don't have to do that much. Just, <laughs> like, you could have you whipped up some sort of teaser mm-hmm. that, that, like, had Pokemon. You don't have to do that much, and you're just sitting at a desk, and you're being like, yeah, it's coming. Like, Come on, man! Yeah, this sucks. Uh, we we love you. Whatever, yeah, we're gonna be there. Do yeah. something. They know it. Yep, it's on Switch now. It's gonna come to Switch. The next year's will be on Switch. Oh. 2018's so Pokemon game. So not even Ultra Sun and Moon will be on Switch. Oh no no no! This is a 3DS game. Ah. Yeah, uh, there's very little reason to be excited about this. Because they sell, sell both, baby. Yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure this will come out again on the. I sh- yeah. yeah okay. All right. Yeah, it's crazy. So wait, they just. 
they always do this where they just put out the same game next the next year? So yeah, they well kind of. I mean, they had Pokemon Yellow way back when. Then they had Pokemon Crystal. Then they had Pokemon Platinum with the, you know, so like Diamond and Pearl came out a year later you got Platinum. But Platinum looked like a bigger change than this does. You know, they 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 advertised it well. They communicated what is different about this one with Emerald. It's like what is different Emerald. Is there is their goal place. though to get the like I'm a person who bought Sun and Moon. Yeah. Are they wanting me to buy Ultra Sun and Moon? Or they is Ultra Sun that. and Moon for yeah. someone who's never bought it? It's, it's for both yeah. because uh. there's there's a lot of overlap. Mm-hmm. Uh. It looks like the story will be mostly identical. Uh, and they're just like, there's a little bit of changes. We're not going to tell you which. Right there. And the, like, if you go on their website, it's like some of the challenges are going to be different. Like this one. It's like some of them are going to be different. <laughs> the others are going to be identical. And they're like, yeah, love it, please. It's like, <laughs> love oh, it, please. Love it. Love us. It's it's annoying. It's annoying how they're they're. How long is the story? Uh, it's long. Not Jones, short. It's like 20 hours, right? <laughs> yeah. 20 plus maybe? Yeah. That's a weird ask. Yeah, that's a weird ask. A year later. It yeah. is definitely weird to ask us to do that again a year later. It's like, really? Is that Drew Carey? Jim Carey. Jim Carey? Yes. 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 Okay. yes. Got it. Great. Hmm. Uh, December 1st, Doom VFR is actually not Doom. It's a whole other extra Doom VR game, VR so that's why it's on. It's the only VR game I got on here, because I think it might be the biggest VR game of the year. Oh, possibly, yeah. I mean, yeah. there haven't been a lot of other... So is Skyrim um, VR next year or this year? Skyrim VR is this year Okay. as well. No, sorry. Fallout 4 VR is this year. Okay. Skyrim VR, dang, is that this year? I actually don't know. I don't know. I'll check. Okay. Sorry. Well, here's the prove it ticket. Prove it ticket has become check it ticket, but sure. It's prove right. it. <laughs> I feel like Doom VFR has so much of the, the natural difficulty of VR within it, where it's like, I really like Doom, but it, I'm worried that it's not going to feel right but i haven't actually played it and it's hard to get a sense by just looking at it yeah like it has all of that natural hesitation built in looks like november 17th 2017 okay so fallout 4 doom and skyrim vr all coming out this year that's a lot that's a lot of vr games though i think um that might be like psvr exclusive to skyrim for the rest of this year that's what it's looking like all it took was brandon jones saying I had a lot of fun playing Skyrim VR, and I was just yeah. immediately up more. Like, all of yeah. that skepticism washed away. With Doom, I've though, still not played more than, like, an hour of Skyrim. And I, I loved, really? uh, uh, I loved uh, into my Skyrim uh, demo, I went into a dungeon and fought a giant spider, which you'll love. Yeah. One, it's one thing fighting I'm not that, playing it now. It's one thing fighting <laughs> that giant spider that. in Skyrim. It's oh, another thing so... doing it in VR. Yeah. yeah. When that Brandy. giant furry spider just gets right up in your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. We're gonna go, back to, go back to Doom. Go back to Doom. So, <laughs> uh, as opposed to those games, as opposed to Fallout and Skyrim, where you're you're kind of just playing the exact same game, but in VR, mm-hmm. Doom wouldn't really work like that. Doom would make yeah. us all sick, you and we'd all go crazy. Yeah. And so, I think it, what was shown in the in the trailers is that you kind of like hop around. It's kind of like the thing where a lot mm-hmm. of VR games do this. You point at a spot, and you hop there. Um, and yeah, it's it's made for VR. I think it might be interesting. I don't know. What do we think, panel? Give it a chance. Yeah. Could be cool. Could be really cool. It yeah. worked the least for me out of the Bethesda stuff. Oh. I still enjoy, wow. I still enjoyed oh, so you it. Played Doom VR. And I had not I have not played that Doom. I have not played the new Doom. Uh, so I, I couldn't make that comparison to how it holds up in a VR sense where I I have played um I haven't played Fallout, but I have played Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Um and so you yeah, I de- got that vibe. Yeah, I never any of them. 
Uh, never, Whoa. never, yeah, no, no experience with Fallout at you all. You love open worlds. I know, but just, just too many. You know, I, you know, I've never played Watch Dogs one or two, so there's just plenty of open world games I, sure. I, I got to skip Fallout every year. Four might got be to. one you could check. Um, but Don't yeah, definitely got the vibe from those that those were those games translated. Yeah. Um, where uh, Doom felt weird. It felt weird having a giant gun in my hand that moves. You know, that has no weight because it can't because it's VR. You yeah. Know, it's like it can only be the weight of my hand. Uh huh. Um, and uh, some things legit like spawned on me. So I'd be like inside oh, of a man. character. I'd be like Whoa. inside of a big fat like character model. Like, what's happening? Whoa, okay. And so I got to like pour out of it. So yeah, like, ah, right. stuff's you know. And so it just seemed, um, I wouldn't say sloppy, but it just seemed it seemed like not the best game to translate to VR. Sure. Um, something that uh, probably reserved for people that are very passionate about Doom or uh, just need a really ferociously you know crazy shooter. What does the F stand for? Uh, um, VFR? Fracken, I believe. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on December 1st, the last game we're talking about, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. On December 1st, it's happening. this year. It's happening. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas, cooler, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, I say that because the reason I'm so excited is yeah. because I just so recently, really, truly, and it, like if you watch the streams, you see it a wonderful time with Xenoblade Chronicles, so I mm-hmm. can't help but be excited for the, the sequel. Um, it is interesting seeing the response to the latest Nintendo Direct because I, I think there are some criticisms that people threw at it that I'm like, yeah, I see where you're coming from. What kind of criticisms? Um, the voice acting, specifically. Uh, the, 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 the dryness of it, that, that people are worried that it's not going to be an engaging world, that the combat looks slow, that, that maybe it'll feel really slow, which was a little strange for me because... When I think about Xenoblade, I don't necessarily think of a fast game, but mm-hmm. but maybe there's something there. Maybe it will feel off. And so, you know, it's it's not a home run. As much as I get excited about it, as as thrilled as I am that it's coming out, there is potentially, you know, we don't know. It's not it's not written in stone that that's going to be a great game. But as somebody who just finished Xenoblade Chronicles, looking at the gameplay, looking at the world, which is the world is the most important thing to me. Yeah. And getting on those titans, like, they're doing a good job of making them seem huge and wondrous and exciting to explore. And at the very least, if they can get that right, I will be plenty excited. Yeah. Well, I hear you, Ben. I think, actually, Xenoblade Chronicles X presented worlds that looked fun to explore, but mm-hmm. I didn't play it because the game didn't seem fun enough. And so I Sure. Do... What, do, what do you mean by that, though? Like, what, what didn't seem fun enough? I think uh, a lot of it's character design, but sure. setting up a premise where I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be on that adventure. And I feel like Chronicles 2 comes closer to that. I think absolutely yeah. that. Yeah, I think so. Um, and so, yeah, it comes down to will this this uh, combat system, uh, will it drag us through, right? In RPGs, I feel like you tolerate combat systems a lot. It's very seldom that the combat system is, as you're talking about Etrian Odyssey, yeah. when you're talking about like, why well, you play Mario for fun? Why don't why can't a combat system just be fun? Right. RPGs, you know, don't always pull that off. A lot of them. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think there are a lot of RPGs, a lot of great games that we acknowledge as great games that really have mediocre battle systems. But yeah. I think sometimes the battle system is is like a huge part of why the game is so good. I am a big fan, a big defender of the Xenoblade battle system like i think it's excellent i think it's excellent in both chronicles and in x um and so i'm hoping that xenoblade 2 follows suit as well um and like think about bravely default right where i think you could you could you could talk about that game without ever bringing up the battle system but i would never say the battle system is something you tolerate like i think it is so well done no i think it's one of the cases where like that it's a benefit to that game yeah Yeah, definitely and um i 
I hope it happens with Xenoblade 2. I, I have a lot of hopes riding on it. Ooh. It sounds like you have a lot of fears, too. I think I have a lot of fears because I played X and liked X and it was good, but it wasn't one of those games that, like, wormed its way into my heart and, like, built a home there. It doesn't look like the kind of game that would. Yeah. Right. It's Xenoblade Chronicles did. There is a home in my heart for Xenoblade Chronicles. Like, it means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And so this being like, yeah, this is the one where it's falling up so soon after I had that experience. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way I can build up a shield. There's no way I can build up a defense. Like, if it's bad, it's going to rip me raw. Yeah. So... <laughs> And that's it. That's I mean, it. That's it for 2017. Uh, you forgot about uh, when From Software Shadow Drops Bloodborne 2 at PSX. It's going to take over Christmas. It's going to be amazing. Look Why it. would they do that? Look for it. Why would they do Why that? Why wouldn't they do that? <laughs> that would be huh? bad, I think. That would be... Huh? I, I know, I know it would be so great to get your hands on it, but that would yeah. be disingenuous, I think, to... To a, game. a game of that caliber to, yeah. it's to just great. basically have no advertising campaign at all. Don't announce <laughs> yeah. it; it'll come it's out like in March. Bizarre. It'll come out in March. All right, all right. Yeah, we, we'll talk about March some other time. But yeah, that that is <laughs> some other time. That is uh, yeah, that's December. That's 2017. That's that's that is our the end of our previews. This year got good. I love doing finally. Pop Tarts and Ghost <laughs> yeah. of Thrills. I, I hope that is fun a bunch for people. Of good as games as it is so far this yeah. year. I, I love doing. But getting both Xenoblade and. No, no. That not just even. Hit I think my you laptop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was uh let me see if I can hit his laptop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean getting getting games the size of Zelda and Xenoblade exclusive to the Switch, like Yeah. Bravo, and Nintendo. Mario. Good year. Oh, it's been an excellent year for the Switch. It's been an excellent year for it PS4. It really has. And like we before the podcast, I was playing uh, Azure Striker Gunvolt on yeah. the Switch. Like that's not a game anybody's bringing up, but that's that's the thing about the Switch right now is it's got these these big hitters and then you go on the eShop and you're like Oh, I want to give that a chance too. It's got yeah. so many of those golf stories. SteamWorld yeah. Dig Two, yeah. SteamWorld Dig Two, baby. Yeah, yeah. I haven't oh. touched either of those games. Ooh, I bet, SteamWorld I bet, Dig Two uh, is so yeah. good. It wasn't on this list, but I bet uh, that sh- new Shovel Knight expansion will be coming. The oh new, yeah, I yeah, keep yeah. forgetting. What is it? It's so good. King. That's the thing is, uh, there's a couple of other expansions I didn't put on the list because you know I don't like to talk about expansions too much. But like Horizon's gonna be huge and Zelda's gonna be huge. Oh, so what day is Zelda's expansion? That doesn't have a date yet. Oh no, Horizon. Yeah. That's snow yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there, I mean, there's just there's even more on top of that. I know that I'll get a lot of things about like, why didn't you talk about this game? Why didn't you talk about this game? Only the heavy hitters. Only the big boys on this one. Zelda's not only a the heavy big hitters. Boy. And you put a trance there. I like. We went. I love you. We went way over and like yeah. I'm not. I'm could not add another one. So much fun to talk about though. Great year ahead of us. And yeah, just almost a record-setting year. That's a good year. Mm-hmm. 2017. It's one, it's one of the best years, I think, in games. Uh, let's Ever. do a little love and respect. Love, love and, and respect. respect. Oh, oh. When it gets musical, yeah. that's very nice. Uh, let's just, you know what? I'm not even going to challenge the panel. We don't have to. Let's do it. No, I mean, we're doing, we're just, there's no challenge here. This is just a nice little thing. Oh. Allies, it's been a tough week, month. And year, and I've been reflecting on positive presences in my life. Obviously, your ragtag crew of gaming dudes rises to the top of my list. That's not obvious. Uh, your love <laughs> and respect credo affects fans like me in real ways, and we're grateful for the positivity and joy you exude through your content, coverage, and character. My question for you this week, what specific games or uh, do or have done that, sa- that same important work? Have you ever had a title challenge you? change you for the better or seeing a game transform its player base in palpable positive ways video games have been vilified since their inception as corrupting violence and endorsing influences 
Uh, but we all know that games can be, do, uh, we all know the good games can do when they spark us, soothe us, or show us new perspectives and possibilities. Sorry about that. Switch pages. For example, oh, both Abzu and Inside recently spoke to me in moving ways uh, about our planet and humanity, respectively, how I can be more mindful, more compassionate, less fearful, and apathetic. Again, thanks as always for showing us how games and gamers can do uh, better and be better. Love and respect, Justin from Kansas. Cool. So let's just uh, talk about positivity for one second. No, more than one second. Let's be positive. (laughs) Have you ever had a game that has positively influenced you? Or like, man, I can can be better. I can be happy. I can do better. Yeah. What kind of games? Um, there, I mean, there are a lot of examples that I've talked about a lot. Um, Metal Gear Solid is one, Final Fantasy IX is one, but one that I haven't really spoken about in this way, mm-hmm. and I, I know we, we talk about this series too much, but it, it's actually true. Dark Souls mm. did something for me in a way that a game never has before, like before or since, Whoa. where I was... This the time Dark Souls came out. I was an intern at Game Trailers, and it was it was wonderful. It's a time of my life that I always reflect back on. But it was like this constant and intense fear that I will probably never feel again because it was like that elation of being like I have wanted to do this job for so long. This is my shot where I'm at the ground floor. If I mess it up, they're gonna forget about me and I'll be gone forever. Mm-hmm. If I don't mess it up, I'm gonna skyrocket to the moon, and that too is terrifying. Mm-hmm. So it's just like every good moment I had, there was this thing gnawing at the back of my brain. It's like this could all go away very, very quickly. And Dark Souls was the perfect game for that sort of brain because I remember going and, and playing Dark Souls, and I. Somebody who got me into Demon Souls, they were like, no, you need to play this. I'll play it with you to, like, help you. And they did. And we struggled a little bit, but we got through it together. Dark Souls I played by myself. And I remember the... Yeah. (laughs) I remember the Capper Demon. I remember... Oh, Like, so so many things where I would just be fighting these things over and over, like, dozens of times. Mm -hmm. And constantly in that game, when I beat something, I felt like... I did that. I can do this. And I feel like in a weird way and a way that that doesn't sound true, but at the time was very true for me. It was like, no, man, you can do this. Stick with it. Like it may take several tries, but but you can do it. And it was a lesson that I very much needed and uh, like kind of like fortified me in a way that I wasn't expecting. So wow. very cool. Yeah. Ian, you got I mean, him saying that made me realize how important the Souls series has been in my life, too. Like. Uh, kind of in a similar way, but a different way because uh, in college and stuff, I studied a lot of like Eastern philosophy and Zen and all that kind of stuff. And like souls kind of just reinforced that sort of those lessons of like perseverance and patience and like learning from failure and like accepting that, you know, holding on to these souls doesn't matter. Like it's fine. You know, just let it go. Sure. Um, that was really, it's a Zen teacher. I really, really, really think that mm-hmm. I think that it can help you be a better person. If you go past the rage and into the peace. Um, but, uh, recently bound really, uh, Ooh, hit me, cool. spoke to me in a good way. Not because I have any like shared experience with any of the characters or c- circumstances necessarily, but just, I just thought it was very well done and, and a beautiful way to take dance in a way that you don't see a lot in video games and and just utilize it in a very affecting way. I really liked that. And uh, weirdly, one that came to mind as a very positive just memory in my life was uh, 
Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X-2. Mm-hmm. Well, X-2 even. Yeah. yeah. I just had a wonderful experience <laughs> with playing those games with uh-huh. my friend Brandon and everything. And, uh, yeah, they were just such positive forces for me at the time. And, yeah. Man, video games are just wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> just pretty much across the board, I think. Uh, yeah. What have you got, Jones? Uh, I got one that has nothing to do with the game, but rather the community Whoa. and uh, just how the company handled that game, and that was Disney Infinity. Um, it was yeah. really great. Uh, a a it was a a pleasure that I don't I didn't get before, and I don't think I will ever get again. Similar to this, which is they would have the Toy Box Summit, and they only had two of them. They didn't do one the first year, but they did one for 2.0 and 3.0, and we never got a four. And so we I just went to two of these. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really fascinating meeting these people from all around the world, seeing why they liked the game, and having them get together and compete to build something. Not just competing to like try to get the most kills or you know show up like, oh, I'm the best, clearly, at the end of the day. Ha- ha- you're bringing in judges, having this completely abstract winner that like everybody was great, everybody built a, a cool toy box, um, but we might have just, you know, uh, we-, we all had our favorites. I remember we came in like year two. It was like, I mean, that was my favorite from last year. You like that one? How could you like that one? I like this toy <laughs> box. And... Seeing these people come in that, like, English might not have been their first language. I remember one duo was, like, really quiet, but they were twin brothers. And they were just, like, so... They would, like, draw out a graph paper, like, what they were going to do. And they were so determined. Um, uh, Somebody else might have been uh, a family that really came together. And so you had parents that were, like, with their younger daughter. who was really, like, Tinkerbell. And so they're trying to, like, help her, you know, build this Tinkerbell maze. And they were all streaming together and making videos together on YouTube. And and so seeing this community come around this, uh, one of the... Uh, the person who won the first Toy Box Summit, uh, one of their prizes was to get a, uh, I don't remember specifically what they called the characters, but like a little um, character put into Disney Infinity 3.0. And then when they had the Toy Box Summit 2, I kept thinking like, oh, that's kind of dangerous. I experienced that now with our Patreon community. It's dangerous to create celebrities in your community because other people feel, oh, I'm maybe not as good as that person. I'm not being recognized as much as that person. What am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And so I was nervous when that happened. Like, I wonder if this community is kind of going to turn on her in a way of sure. just like, oh, well, clearly you're in the game now. And when they if, when they showed up at the second Toy Box Summit or making stuff, they put her at the center of it any chance they got. You know, any chance like, oh, the Emperor's coming out. It was like her, you know, or like... like oh, so other people used her in their toy in boxes. In their toy boxes, okay, cool. you know. Oh. Uh, it's sometimes positively, sometimes negatively, but in a joking way. Yeah. And so it was just great, you know, seeing how the how that community came together uh, and seeing them now so many years later, you know, embracing other games uh, that, that do have this creative component to it. And, you know, if they've, as they've moved on and, and gotten married or have children or something like that, it's kind of fun to, st- to stay uh, close with that community and seeing them supporting people and, 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 and look, focusing on other uh, gaming environments, gaming experiences that are similar to infinity, trying to recapture that magic. Um, but uh, just something with, that with a huge company like Disney behind it could have just had just crazy marketing push and just felt like a big corporate song and dance the whole time. Mm-hmm. And that was not the vibe I got at all. Yeah. Even like going to Avalanche and talking with the developers or going to Disney and meeting them and having them, you know, say things like, uh, I remember we went to Avalanche and they we would go department by department meeting with the teams and them giving a little pitch. Of like, here's how we made Spider-Man, you know, c- the control scheme work and other stuff. And I remember one, he was like, thanks for coming by my booth, everybody. I'll let them know Darkwing duck uh, 4.0 we want it to happen you know so it's like here's a dev telling the fans to tell disney to make yeah. something happen and yeah. so i was like okay that's someone who really really cares about this and is very invested in each of these installments that would have so. been a cool world by the way it would. That been. so i miss it yeah those people haven't gone anywhere but uh i i missed that uh, that three-year run that was fun i know next to nothing about disney infinity 
And I miss this. <laughs> I wish that this existed. That yeah. sounds... Can people still play it? Or can you can still play it. You can't download stuff online. The servers are down. You can't oh. play online with other people. But uh, if you go over to your friend's house, they can still plug the game in and show you the stuff that they made. Mm. What do we have to do? <laughs> what do we have to do to make this exist again? What do we have to do? I don't know. Uh, I was lighting in a bottle, you know? It'll, yeah, it'll come back. I think so. It'll come back in a wholly different way. Yeah. You just, you just reminded me of another quick one. Is uh, I played a lot of Myst online. Uh, oh. And that had a very supportive community. And one time I was again Zen stories, but uh, I, I my favorite Zen book is called Zen Flesh Zen Bones. It's just a bunch of stories, Ooh. just little parables. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful mm. book. All right, Jones um, is in. Wow, I'll be digging that. But one we were all just there was a part where there were like twenty or thirty people. We were in the hub area. And we were all just sitting there, and I was just telling these Zen stories to like a bunch of like people. <laughs> and, a vo- and a headset. Uh, I was typing. A lot okay. of other people had voice stuff. Um, but I was typing, uh, and it was crazy because like they would just sit and listen, like read them as I typed them out. You and know people loved it. About this that is, is that cool. is that is such a cool story. Yeah. But if I read somewhere online that like dude is reading out of this Zen book and missed online, I'd be like. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> like, like, that makes... I'm good. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like, like, no, that kind of lines up. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That seems like something that people who are playing Mist Online would get into. Yeah, and that that's great. Like, I would want to be a part of it. Oh no, yeah. But it's just. I mean, like, you got the impression that there were like people of all different age ranges and stuff. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Man, this is a beautiful game. It seems like an early online community in the sense where. It was pretty much just good. Yeah. Like, you just yeah. got... You, like, maybe it got a little strange at points, but it was always, like, a good, kind of fun, quirky I, strange. I, yeah. I referred to myself as a noob at one point in Mist Online, and someone said, oh, we don't like to use terms like noob that might hurt someone's feelings. And I was just like, all right, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was referring to myself, but okay. Yeah, that's and really that would fun. never happen. It's so in funny. any other it game. It was so yeah. funny. Yeah, we don't like noob around here. That's That's cool. It's funny. Man, that game. You can still kind of get it. The servers are, like, wonky. They don't take new accounts. They don't take noobs anymore. <laughs> they don't take noobs. No noobs. <laughs> now they, very, now they're very, very against, toxic. Yeah, it's very toxic. <laughs> they're like, no noobs. <laughs> we hate noobs. Your poetry better be good or yeah. we will ban you. Yeah. <laughs> How many Zen stories do you know? Tell me a koan I don't know already. <laughs> Noob. Uh, real quick for me, I think uh, Mario Maker in a, w- in a weird way. Oh, uh, yeah. I I uh, was coming in very uh, cynically to that game. I hated mm-hmm. the game, and I was ready to just hate yeah. it. Uh, played it and just truly enjoyed creating levels and the idea of people playing my levels was yeah. really crazy to me. Uh, and I really really enjoyed that. I realize a lot of that's going to disappear with uh, Meverse. Yeah. Like so much of the feedback you got back was Meverse posts, mm. and that was cool. That was very cool. And so, yeah, that'll be missing. Um, yeah, I hope there's a new Mario Maker. I'd love to oh, do that again. I, l- I want one on the Switch so much. I think that was a very well-designed game. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I re- love yeah. that game. Well it said. always felt good. It felt good to pour hours into that game. Yeah. Because what you got back was so rewarding. And so, yeah, I really liked that. Mm-hmm. It is time for bets. Uh... We have to do an update on a bet that we uh, solved last week, or, or whatever, ran through, um, in which we did the we did the Marvel bet about how long until we die. Uh. We, we goofed two things up. You can pick a random character if you press the square button. Yep, Ben knew ah. that. Uh, well, and also, I was holding right on the uh, right analog stick while there was a loading screen, 
And so that is why it didn't register that I was holding right when the actual match started. Ah. So our character could have been blocking Like more. an N64? Yeah, I guess like that, but I don't I don't know. Whoa. I, I think maybe it just doesn't like you doing it while it loads. Um, however, Ian had the high bet already, and you won with the high bet, so we're not going to... I think four or five seconds in, any, yeah. in either direction nice. still would have come with an Ian win. So. Right, right. So yeah, we're not going to redo the bet. Ian, you got that win. That's yours. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> let's talk about next week's bet. Let's see if you can do it again. Middle Earth Shadow of War will be released on October 10th. Hold on a sec. Let me time out for a second. I was trying to think of a bet for Middle Earth, and I looked up to Don. Shouldn't have done this. And I said, Don, can you help me come up with a bet? <laughs> and we got a Don bet, baby. Do we ever. <laughs> what number will we get if we add the total minutes of the Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy? Theatrical versions. Theatrical releases, yes. Total runtime minutes. Yes. And divide it by the game's top rank on Amazon's bestsellers list. Shadow of War's rank. Yep. On the Amazon bestsellers the list. The best, the top selling version of right. Shadow of War. So if right. it's like first, mm-hmm. it'll yeah. be divided by one. If it's yeah. eighth, it'll be divided by eight. Yes. I can use my bet as an example, say. Okay. So, so Jones, what is your number for this? So the this way bet? I did the math, yep. uh, 150 per movie. That's what I did. Yeah. Uh, add it all up to 900. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's rank number nine. So you're coming in at 100 is my number. 900 divided by 9 is yeah. 100, how I got that. Ian, your bet. I went through the same logic for runtime. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they're not three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not all of them. Are especially yeah. with these Hobbit movies. Median, yeah. nine, I was thinking 150. Yeah. Um, but I think that there's not a lot coming out next week. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it's at number one. And I aimed a little low just so I'd have it. So it's at 894. 894. Ben, your bet, please. Uh, I gotta say, I'm flying in the dark here. Yeah. Uh, and this is a bad bet. Uh, Six twenty. Six twenty. There's no bad bets. Yeah, no bad bets. There's just right uh, or wrong. Just I, wrong. Went, <laughs> I went super low, like Jones. I feel I went with eighty-eight. Crazy okay. eighty-eight. Okay. Wow. I think that. I don't know. There's just gonna. It's like you know how like number one and number two are always like PSN cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was yeah. counting because I originally was like I, I threw away my original bet. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. oh I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I have no idea. This is a weird one. Let me see what we all know that Don won this already. Um, ooh, is that a 98 the or Hobbit an 86? Oh, no. <laughs> what do we think here? Did I think that's an 86. I think it's an 86. I think, I think that's 86. an 86. Yeah. This thing has horns. That's yeah, crazy. It's an 86. He got an 86 and I did an 88? Dang, no. Oh, what if it's, I hope it's 87 somehow. <laughs> Let me lock that in. Cool. So someone's going to have to do all that math. It shouldn't be too hard. And we'll all those we'll, we'll do the yeah. minutes. No, ahead you of time look on IMDb. We'll, yeah, 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 yeah. It won't be too hard. It. Uh, last week's bet well, was. Kyle about... will look on IMDb and add Cuphead. Right, right. Yeah. We can do it. Um, Cuphead came out uh, last Friday on September 29th. I went to OpenCritic.com, looked at the 10 most recent reviews. How many times did I see the word finally? Jones, you bet 15. I love Bloodworth this bet. bet 8. Huber bet 21. <laughs> I bet 5. Don bet 10. He, he said blackjack, baby. Um, I, I was going to say 8 for this. Okay. Ben, you have a guess? I think I feel like you just saw what was beneath my thumb. No, I don't. Oh, I okay. don't. I have no idea. Okay. The actual number of instances of finally in 10 reviews for Cuphead on OpenCritic.com is 6. Oh. <laughs> no, that's a win for me, Jones. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm just surprised. Um, I think I think when we do the word stuff, 
I think that's when our brains can actually get us closer. Yes. You know, like you're right, in you're this right. with the, who this knows with this craziness. Yeah. This this is, you know, bonkers. Yeah. If it's how many tweets or how, yeah. where something's going right. to pop up on Amazon, who knows yeah. what weird peripherals right. coming out that week. Mm-hmm. There's so many variables for a lot of this stuff, but whenever it's the word count, it's like wait, yeah. wait a minute. I, I can actually this. think about this yeah. one. And so I was just yeah, I was I'm 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 always happy for you. 15. I thought more definitely more than 10. There are some people that wrote a review for that and did not use the word finally once. And yeah, that's fascinating. many of them actually, yeah. Hmm? Uh, yeah, and, and actually some of those that did use the word finally, it wasn't like, the game is finally out. Yeah. It was, you know, when you finally get to that boss. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, uh, cool. That brings the total score to Purple Platypie 18. <laughs> I know it's been a long podcast. We practiced before. We did. We and had it was a, so good. We had a very good. This is not. This is not a joke. We actually practiced. It was like. That's good. That's good. That's really good. I'm, I'm letting him down. Put a layer on that. You only get one shot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. That's, that's <laughs> it's been it. a long podcast. Do not miss you. Oh, Red's a layer there. It's a platypi. Uh, Red Eagles twenty-two. Kaka. Easy Street. Oh, man. <laughs> Easy. It's ridiculous. What was it? Free damage zone? What? I can't remember. Yeah. Free damage time. Free damage, free damage city. city. Free damage city. There's no such thing. Free, uh, free hit Population city? zero. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's talk a, for a second about Easy Allies, though. Let's be promotional for yeah. a moment. Yeah. Uh, Easy Allies is a group of conspiracy theorists in search of the heffalumps. We make videos about video games. Mm-hmm. We do podcasts like this, but yeah. we do reviews mm-hmm. that are serious, and we do previews that are serious. Uh, we do things that aren't serious. We play Dungeons and Dragons. We uh, we uh, make informational videos on, on changing how we made this studio look. Uh, <laughs> that's really fun. Highly video. informational. Yeah, yeah. Highly informational. Can you watch that one? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's a good easy update. Yeah. Uh, that is, hold on, that's not what I'm promoting, though. Ah, yeah, I can promote any video I want. Hey, wait a minute, it. wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I want to bet, too. That's not how that works. Does just nothing happen there? Somebody last week got to promote a video because you won that bet. But you didn't know that I'd won that bet. What? We did, huh? we did. Oh, oh, okay. we, we did it wrong last week, oh, okay. but I'm you saying... You were correcting yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I see, I yeah, see, yeah, I see, yeah, yeah. I see. Never mind, never mind. Um... But uh, check out uh, patreon.com slash easyallies to see how we work and how you can maybe help us work, basically. Uh, we new rewards. Have... Sorry? New rewards. Yeah, they're yeah, on yeah. that Patreon. You know what? I feel weird, though, because they're not huge new rewards. They're yeah. little new rewards. Yeah. Um, but they're interesting. $2 and $10 tier changed. Go check them out. Yeah. If you're curious. Well, More let's, power. Let's see what they are, actually, because they're kind of interesting. $2 is now our... Uh, group Stream Selection Committee. Yes, the Group Stream Selection Committee. Uh, it's been taken out of my hands, selecting which games that we'll be voting for on the Group Stream, and put in the hands of our $2 patrons. $2 and up, obviously. And so, uh, yeah, uh, that'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Like, I think, like, it could be PUBG every week. We could. <laughs> I'm not a. It will be now. Yes, like we we'll have to get nine computers it, in here. It could absolutely be that, and we're at the whim of our patrons, and we'll see. We'll see hmm. if that's good. Uh, obviously, we're flexible, but well, uh, what if they pick games that we just like don't, can't get? So I thought about that. Don't have. Uh, we'll just. You can always get a game. We'll just put it up the week after. I'm going to say if that uh, game wins, I will commit to procuring this game this week, and then uh, we'll we'll right, put it up absolutely right, right. next week. Um, and uh, yeah, and so that'll be cool. That'll be create the new pool, and then we'll at least still have our polls for the one dollar tiers. But it's created by our community, 
And then I guess that leads well into, you want to explain the $10 one? Uh, $10 tier used to be a reward tier, used to be community comments, and it's going to be a slightly different show now called the Community Showcase. The difference being it will not be a pre-produced show. Uh, The idea behind community comments was I do voiceover for all the stuff that we do. I wanted to offer that as a gift Mm -hmm. uh, to the allies, as a reward to the allies uh, that sponsored at $10 or above, that they could hear their words read by me in a fashion uh, uh, typical of us doing reviews or other features. Um, Proved way too difficult for us to produce on a monthly basis. Also, the $10 tier much more popular than we expected. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Easy Allies in yeah. general much more popular yeah, than we yeah, expected. Yeah. Um, and so we want to be a little more uh, realistic about that. It is not a pre-produced show. It is now going to be a stream. Mm-hmm. It is going to, be, going to be between myself and one other ally at the end of every month where we're going to go through not only comments uh, from our allies on Patreon uh, that are uh, donated wonderfully at that tier, but uh, possibly music or art or uh, photographs or a video, uh, a video or, yeah. you know, any, uh, use your imagination um, and uh, to, yeah, change it up every month. And then we'll go through those at the end of every month on a stream mm-hmm. and uh, showcase the wonderful talent of our community, which, which is a very uh, knows no bounds. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really incredible. So, mm-hmm. it's truly, um, yeah. so looking forward. And again, like you were saying, uh, both of these will evolve, you know, as yeah. we go week by week, month by month. Uh, we we want them to be rewarding for the people that are giving us that money. So uh, we'll change them according to people's feedback. Yeah. Looking forward to getting it. Cool. So, yeah, check out patreon.com. Ben, how'd you do with your goal this week? Oh, wait, we should all guess. We won't yes, know if you accomplished your goal going, or not. That's what I was going to say. So we got we to gotta okay. go, go one at a time. So, Brandon, what is my favorite animal? Lion. That's my bet still. Ian? Fox? I think around minute 38 you said ferret, and I'm positive that's your favorite animal. Penguin, baby. Oh. When did you say penguin? I when we were talking about uh, what is Toki Tori? Yep. I, I met he oh, waddles like a penguin. penguin. Oh my wow, goodness! Wow, that's sneaky. That is a great one. That's very sneaky. We didn't know Toki Tori was gonna come up. He's got no. away with words. No, no, no. I didn't know Toki Tori was gonna come up. Uh, I will say, in your defense, I said that like while multiple people were talking, so maybe it's a little difficult to hey, hear. Hey man, no, that's, that's how you play the game. That's how you play the game. Well done. Is the penguin? Yeah. You had a penguin in your presentation, didn't you? Yeah, no. little penguin. Did I? Little I penguin. think that was penguin, or that might have been Diana. I think that was the northernmost penguins. I think that was Huber. Oh, okay. I don't oh, know. Whatever. Wow. It's, All it, those presentations were fantastic. We've shot a lot of things today. today. It's been long. It's been <laughs> long. Uh, Ian, how, what was your goal? Not to fold this during the show, and I succeeded. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I, I moved. Oh, so that it was pre show. No, 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 no. Okay, so yeah, hold yeah, on. I folded it. It was folded up like this yeah. before the. Okay. I want to see you fold it one more time. And I said I wouldn't Proof fold to it me again. That you actually could have folded. Sure. It. Yeah. You just. There it is. Uh, we can count it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I do during this episode. You do this kind of thing like, where it's like you squish it. I like fold it constantly. I was very yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just as like a thing to do with my hand. So like I definitely like. And no, that doesn't count. He told me to do it. Yeah. Should I put uh, like fidget cubes on the on the desk? We I am noise. such a fidgeter, man. Like yeah, I need don't, something. Don't no. That'd we be fun noise. if we each of us have a little fidget the cube. The whole episode's just like, like uh, what I think about Ready to Evergreen Evergreen Two. Yeah, no. yeah. The, the system's clicking. <laughs> uh, Jones, sinners. <laughs> how did you do? Do you have a headache right now? No, I did it. You got rid of your headache. I did. Uh, yeah, how deep into the podcast good. did it? How long did it take for you to be rid of yourself or your that? About halfway through. Okay. Nice. It was totally gone. Yeah. I've got one now. I got it straight. Oh, that's where it went. I, I pass it on. I got I got the Enjoy. difference between really Jim Carrey and Drew Carey. We did it. Say uh, yeah, one yeah, more time. So Jim Carrey is all righty then. Yeah. And Drew Carey is um uh uh Mimi, I'm mad at you. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a points are meaningless in Cleveland. So yeah, we got it. I got mm, a, Mimi. I finally got it make it straight out. I'm mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> got him. 
world is too weird. It's too weird. This world is too weird. <laughs> like What's they, happening? They, they, the, You're having a mental breakdown. It's just, you know, you have a great vacation. You go to a place where it's just nothing is like this. Yeah. <laughs> nothing is like this. <laughs> Outer space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're back on terrestrial ground and making you crazy. So, because I won the bet, <laughs> I get the, uh, the right and responsibility to share my Twitter handle with the world. Uh, I get to promote any Easy Eyes video I'd like to promote. I get the final word on anything I've disagreed with or simply want to reiterate. And I get to sign off with my trademark sign off. So, my Twitter handle is at Kyle Bossman. I've not tweeted in a while. I'm backed up. Um, all right, here's my, my, my promise to you. I will tweet something within the next seven days. Photos from the trip, maybe? Um, no. Not one? Not even one? I don't know. Yeah, Jones, it's weird. I'm a kind of personal person. <sighs> but you're right. I, I like Twitter's about that. Twitter's about tweeting. Facebook's about that. No, Twitter is too. Twitter's professional. Facebook is personal. Twitter's not professional anymore. Not anymore. I don't, I don't not know anymore. What, I honestly yeah. don't know what Twitter is Twitter's just anymore. a nightmare. I legitimately came home and thought about, like, I should stop Twitter. <laughs> I thought that. But the thing is, like, Twitter is essential in, like, communicating with our audience. It's both ways. It's really both ways. But what, are we living in that dystopian future where we go, we should probably get rid of this thing, but we can't. Like, that's that's a sign, right? We're in that episode of Black Mirror, yeah. All right, so enjoy it now while you can. I might quit Twitter. Uh, (laughs) So follow at Kyle Bossman for no reason. Uh, The video I would like to promote is, uh, shoot, it's, 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 Something that Bloodworth doesn't want you to see. Earlier tonight on our live stream, we had a bunch of PowerPoint presentations. Bloodworth thought this was unsuitable to put on YouTube. And so what you're going to have to do to see these PowerPoint presentations is you'll have to go to twitch.tv slash easyallies and look at our archive for a group stream that happened on October 3rd. Because what happened was Ben Moore put up a PowerPoint presentation, his top six favorite things about the Galapagos. Michael Damiani did a PowerPoint presentation on the same subject, and so did Michael Huber, and they put effort into these. Yeah. yeah. They got up and stood in front of us like we did in high school and just gave us a presentation on the Galapagos Islands. It is insane. It is so bizarre. <laughs> They're wonderful. Ian then grades them as a teacher would. Yeah. Again, not phoning it in, actually like taking care into the grades, into the scoring. It's such a fun, weird thing. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, we can't put it on YouTube, I guess, because of rights, but uh, it exists. That video exists Damiani used a clip from BBC. <laughs> yeah, you know, he shouldn't have done that, but it was also very entertaining. Yeah. It was a wonderful clip. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Planet of Two is good Can stuff. we do a new series of videos called The Stuff Bloodworth didn't want you to see? <laughs> <laughs> the Blood Tapes. Yeah, the Blood Tapes. <laughs> yeah. The Lost the Blood Tapes. The Easy Allies. Bloodworth we do it like forensic files. Yeah. <laughs> Bloodworth doesn't want you to see. This stolen footage from BBC's <laughs> Planet Earth 2. And there's like a little like thumbnail of blood in the corner the whole time. Like, <laughs> you know, like seething. Or, or we, we pull like a straw dogs and we like, we, we get blood to go do something else. Like we trick him to like, into like going to the mall to like pick up copies of Evil Within 2. And we like have a camera crew with him. And like we cut to him like not knowing. Every time we're like showing Ninja Turtles 2, the movie, yeah. and we're like reacting to it. We're just like, <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts to blood like, oh yeah, can I have two, two of those? <laughs> So look out for that maybe in the future. Uh, <laughs> final word. Uh, um, 
I'll go. I'll go to final word. Uh, reiterate uh, that comment. Uh, you know, just it has been a bad week. It's been a bad week, bad month, bad year. Yeah, there's there's bad bad stuff. Uh, but yeah, always you know, it helps to look for positivity. I realize you can't always be positive, and you shouldn't always be positive, but it helps to look for sure. And my trademark sign off. Tomorrow is forever all ours. I am enjoying these microtransactions.